The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's cold. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here. This is the morning sickness. And, uh, yeah, it's freezing out there. It's a nice chill in the air. Kind of like it. Kind of hate it at the same time. But uh, it's definitely part of it. So... If you're one of those people who likes it, go stand in it, get those nipples nice and hard, and hop in the car and go to work. All right. If you're somebody who hates it, go stand in it, get those nipples nice and hard, and complain all the way to work. But yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be punched a little bit when you walk outside. You'll be surprised. It's chilly. Uh, a uh, glorious football weekend for men. It was a man's weekend. Meaningful game after meaningful game, taking up midday and night. I had basketball mixed in on a back to back for the Suns, which was even better. I had basketball mixed in as well. Where'd you, did you go? <laughs> no, oh, yeah, you're, no, that doesn't count right here. Girls basketball. They said basketball. Oh, oh, yeah. And it sounded like it. Did they win again? They did. Nice. They're just on fire. That girls team you have to follow all over the state. Where was this one? Was it at home? It was a home game. Oh, thank God for you. Big day. Um, what Kirby, in, what Kirby didn't tried? get in. She didn't play. And they're blown around. What? Oh, whoa, 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 they're whoa, blowing the wow. team out. Oh my God. Toledo, isolate that one. <laughs> All right. It's too early to, for you to start talking uh, about your daughter. You're going to say stuff like that. Let's not do it. And then I'll No, be the, the team had it. a comfortable lead. Yes. And, and I figured and, uh, there was one girl that was da- that was sick Yeah, and wasn't there. It looked like it would be a pretty good opportunity for Kirby. And her um, head coach wasn't there, so the assistant coach took oh, over. This is not a fan of Kirby's game, evidently. From I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. Dennis Hopper doesn't like Kirby, evidently. <laughs> it's only Gene Hackman's team. Well, So tell me on, on a coach advice. He basically, you know, Kirby, with two minutes left in the game, yeah. said, hey, coach, 
are all of us going to get to play? Will everyone get a chance to play? No, life's full of disappointments, kid. Get used to it. He, he just said, not now. Yeah, and the wrong. game ended. And then about uh, an hour later, he pulled her aside and said, listen. It's your attitude, kid. No, don't ever ask me nice. to put you in the game. That's right. Um, you you do it privately. Okay, tell me where there's a private moment. Well, afterwards, two minutes after left. the game, before and after the game. Yeah, I think that's what he yeah. meant. But How I mad would you that. have been? Like, if you don't, don't ask. If you were told that beforehand, too. Like, well, don't ever ask to get in. But at the same time, you, you want a kid to be enthusiastic and saying... Sure. She doesn't know the program. She I actually asked another player that was one of the starters and said, is it all right if I ask if I can be yeah. put in? She's like, yeah. And they kept asking, hey, put Kirby in. Put Kirby in. They're begging for it, which is the coach is not going to do it if they start that crap. Yeah. Keep them on the bench for purpose. The worst part is Brady had to go watch a game that she wasn't even in. That's I was thinking. That's the worst Just be part. happy it wasn't. I think that's in, what upset yeah, me. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't in Coolidge or it wasn't in. Were you one of those parents that wandered over to the coach then afterwards? Nope. Okay, good. No, that's just, you know, I, yeah. Maybe there was I try to look at it, the, I try to look at the, the most, that, uh, the, the most important thing is, is there a teaching moment in that with a coach sure. saying, hey, don't come to me yeah. during the game, which I understand. It's called uh, authority. Yeah. And he decided not to play you today, and that's re- that's part of it. Yeah. It stinks. But, but the problem, get used, you like, know, It's true, actually, I was joking, but life's full of disappointments. Get used to it. You didn't get in today. Yeah, Suck and I it told up, try harder, work harder. I go, um, you're exactly right. And I said, this is a reason, like you know, this should inspire you to step it up and practice. Yeah. Make it so start you're playing yeah. better. You're invaluable to uh, time on the floor. You're not somebody that has to ask to go in. They need you. Yeah, bust it. Like when I was in eighth grade basketball and pooped my pants during practice as a starter, and you then didn't stop. I, well, I should have. I never stopped pooping. <laughs> it's very sick. Pooped all over. I ran off. I missed a week, and I came back, and I wasn't put back in. And I realized this is probably because I pooped my pants and missed a week of practice. And then I was a bench guy, and I was a timid bench guy because I was the kid who pooped his pants. And I didn't say anything. I'm like, I should probably not play in case I start pooping again. Basketball brings out the worst in me. I, I take dumps. But, yeah, other than what Brady was talking about, great man weekend. Yes. Amazing male, awesome football, snow Oh, it was great watching that uh, Bengals and Bills and that big chunks of snow flying around. The Bengals just worked the Bills. And uh, I always, you know, being the cynic that I am, watching them, you know, show Damar Hamlin up there waving to everybody's at the game and everybody's there. And then the, the phrase that was uh, bandied about a week ago, it said, we're on a mission. We're being watched. This team is touched by God. And we're... We dedicate the rest of this playoff run to Demar Hamlin. I'm like, oh, that, that, can, that those go one of two ways. And you look. I remember when the Bears you nutted too early. Brian Urlacher's mother passed away, and he went on and he said, you know, my mom died, but I'm going to play this weekend because that's what we should do. And the teams out loud, we dedicating this one to Brian's mom. I think they lost like 51 to seven, and then so I'd be like, if I was Urlacher, thanks a lot, guys. My mom really appreciated that tragedy you threw out there. You don't want to dedicate something as if it's, you know, you know, predestined to be a win for you. Those are bad. Those can go sideways on you real fast when you dedicate it to somebody's life or health or whatever. Because there's another team on the other side that just doesn't care. 
In fact, the Bengals were the ones that tried to kill DeMar Hamlin. They're, they're probably out to get him again. I'm surprised they weren't throwing rocks up in his suite. I don't know if you uh, realized, like, in that game, I think it was fourth quarter, it was a long pass to T. Higgins, mm-hmm. and the two Bills collided. Oh, yeah. They almost T. Died Higgins again. is the Bills killer. <laughs> he tries to kill Bills. I mean, Bills. they're laying all over the field after he gets up. <laughs> yeah, he was the one who skirted in between them, and their heads clunked together like the Three Stooges, and I'm like, he's done it again. He's murdered again. But yeah, the Bengals look pretty good, knocking the Bills around, and that'll be a fun game with the Chiefs and Bengals. And then the other, uh, the Cowboys, uh, boy, that kicker sent, uh, everybody's butthole got tight watching that Dallas Cowboys kicker. We wanted that last touchdown, so he had to kick the extra Just point. Just had to at least to get one through. When he lined up and got it blocked early, you're yeah. like, oh my God, this guy, now he's, and he was going to miss that. And his face. The replay on that. That ball was already going left and was too far left to be. I don't know how it hit the hand, and it's so low. I mean, at 35 yards, you shouldn't be able to reach up and block that. It's hard to block an extra point. They just smashed it. So he got bailed out by the block, boy. And then he'd go back out there, and all of us, I don't I hate the Cowboys. I was giggling. I'm like, this dude is going to Ray Finkel. He's going to go nuts. Tight butts. And they'd squeak through the upright, like, oh, man. How many death threats do you think he got from oh. people in Dallas? Well, if they had Jerry, yeah, if they had well, Jerry alone, yeah, <laughs> if they hadn't kicked the bejesus out of the Buccaneers and lost that game on like extra points, that dude would have been reclusive for the rest of his life. He'd be sure. legendary for the wrong reasons. They lost yesterday, but it wasn't his fault. But man, and it was a, it was he a, didn't help. He did, was he was a no, he was nerve wracking. It was pretty great, but yeah, like I love watching the Cowboys struggle. Jerry Jones now, they did an interview with him after the game. I saw it on ESPN. And I've seen, uh, like, people in coffins that look healthier than Jerry Jones does right now. His skin's turning a color that I've never noticed or recognized. Some sort of gray-yellow, which is... It wasn't the lighting in the suite? <laughs> he was out of the suite. He no. was in a room with lights and cameras, and, and they had a side shot. And I'm like, if you know when goldfish, when they jump out of the tank and they're laying there too long, and then they start to turn that way, and their eyes are the... That's what Jerry looks like. He looks like he needs to be thrown back into the tank. This has no bearing on Mike McCarthy's job or Dak Prescott. Bring oh, yeah, Jason yeah. Garrett back. We'll see if you're still here next year because you're looking, you're looking fragile, my friend. But Cowboys are out, which I think we can all sit back. And I found it odd because I was at the Suns game and we were down in the little VIP lounge watching uh, at halftime the, the tail end of the fourth quarter. And... uh Cardinal fans in there, screaming and yelling when the Cowboys lost, like they were happy. And I'm like, you guys don't get your division. Like, I get hating the Cowboys, but you shouldn't be rooting for the 49ers. That should be your hated rival. And they were happy with it. I'm like, eh. Or they wanted Cardinal someone fans. out of their division. <laughs> I don't know. That's dumb, too. I, Nobody wants that. Your division is the, the three teams you hate the most. I don't know, man. I think Cowboys hate goes even deeper. It's deep. That and Raiders hate. But, I mean, if the Ravens played the Cowboys, I'd root for the Cowboys. It would be horrible, but I'd root for the Cowboys. And if the the Cowboys played the Bengals, I'd root for the Cowboys. I don't know. I think the Cardinals were out of it. or They were out of it so long that everybody's... There's probably something to that, that that there's no real... You know, pain that the yeah, all right. So what? The Forty ers yeah. are good. Yeah, I guess maybe that's it. You just don't have any life left in your football dreams. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals have stripped Welcome you. Welcome to being a Bears fan. Everybody. Yeah, good. okay. <laughs> it comes from you. That's a good. It's an excellent source too, because you're like, look, if the Packers win the Super Bowl, so be it. Yeah. But if the Packers are in the Super Bowl or Packers are in the championships game against the Cowboys, you're rooting <sighs> for the Cowboys. Yeah, but it's yeah. still tough. Yeah. It's still tough. I, I just hope for a plane crash. 
All right. Yeah, well, that's, you know. There's also <laughs> that. Just hope that the entire team is... Yeah, uh, both teams just, you know... Smashes on the side of the rocket. Oh, wouldn't that be great oh. if they could just meet in the air? No, you go first. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Yeah, but uh, I always... I, I always and that would be a situation where that would happen. The dedication games are always ones where I'm like, this can go sideways. And when the Bengals started pushing the bills around and they kept going back to that DeMar thing, like there was some sort of a, you know, rally like, up. You know, like he's touched by an angel and he can float above everything and shoot down magic juice. Wasn't happening. I'm like, all that foundation money up there in that suite. Oh, and everybody's just waiting to see where that ends up. Uh, uh, yeah, as. Cousin two dice is in charge. Yeah. Man, I was in charge of twenty five hundred tomorrow. Now I got eight million. I'm gonna pay my bills. <laughs> you pay, there has to be a deadbeat family member that's in charge of that foundation that Demar didn't expect to get to eight million, and now he's just being inundated with wolves and and vultures saying we can help manage that. Now, I don't know what I'm doing with it. Okay, and somebody's gonna and they're gonna squander that in a huge way. So now you can determine. The money that you need, your salary. They, you need to yeah, run the they are going to squander that in a some crooked grifter is involved now. Don't worry about it. You're ill-equipped for this eight million. I'll take care of this. I run these types, of things, and that money's going away. That Jamar Hamlin thing is weird. Talk about overreacting as a nation. I love that a charity got a bunch of money. But they better keep their eyes on where that went because my my guess is in a year or so there'll be an ESPN thirty for thirty about how horribly corrupt that ended up getting. And not because of DeMar Hamlin, because of the vultures that got involved. Because as quickly as we threw money at something, vultures know where there's raw meat. And they went and ran towards it to try to help. And I guarantee in two years, somebody's somebody's made $600,000 on their own just running that. That's not going to be pretty. But, yeah, he's up and about, and he's running all over, which is good news. Like That's the most important part is that guy's still alive and happy. But the Bengals do not care about DeMar Hamlin at all, or his family, or his friends. They put him in the hospital, and then a few weeks later, took his team out of the playoffs. <laughs> they, they have no heart in Cincinnati, and I can admire that. It's those uniforms I can't admire. That's awful. And should not represent the NFL in any way, shape, or form holding a trophy. I couldn't dress any better than yesterday's game. Oh, Disappear so, uh, in that gone snow in the white. It was a smart choice, but I tell you what, their helmets, every uniform choice you've got with the Bengals should never hold a Lombardi trophy because they just look like uh, rugs on a whore's floor. <laughs> the hideous uniform. There's a sale on the corner. Oh, just so awful. Yeah, rugs. yeah. Some, some immigrant, I don't know from where, a Stan, and he's got a... a Clothesline of the ugliest things you've ever seen. Rugs, we come again. Rugs, 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 and all of them look like Bengals paraphernalia to me. Awful. Uh, there's that, and then of course, you know, we can't get out of a big, big time fun weekend without a mass shooting. That's another thing. This one's got everybody stymied, though. It's not your typical uh, young male, young white male incel weirdo. It's a 72 year old Asian guy. On uh, Lunar New Year for uh, or the Lunar whatever it was for the Chinese New Year, and a big party, and it's like, wait a second, there's because I think at first everybody uh, that I was seeing on the news was like, this is a case of Asian hate that's gone through the middle. Like, well, no, turns out it's uh, an in-house deal, and some seventy-two-year-old shooter, which is rare. Like normally, it is white, angry white kids who can't get laid, and this one is a seventy-two-year-old. Blue tram, yeah, uh, yeah something's going to disappear though. 
What's that? Now it's going to yeah, disappear. Yeah, because it's not, it's not right. there's no race story, yep. there's nothing to it. It's just a tragedy, and the news only likes it when it can make a victim, mm-hmm. a whole group of, or a, a, a whole race of people, a, a bad guy. And it's a, yeah, and, and also, the argument of gun control is back with this, because the screaming and yelling, but what are you going to do? He had illegal guns in California, They're the one he had that he used evidently isn't legal to have. So now they're going to make some guy who sold it to him the bad guy, and then the guy who manufactured it's a bad guy. And it's like, well, you already had laws to not have it. It didn't stop anything. Yeah, this one is strange. That I was reading about it this morning, and I'm like, there's no getting around this. Like, there's this is a this is, this just gets back to crazy people being crazy. Yep, and an inevitability uh, for them to go off. That, you know, you have to keep your eye on crazy. we got to stop, again, John Holmberg's way. Stop being so accepting of people who aren't willing to be normal. If you don't want to blend into society and you're starting to show signs, it's like, you know what, I'm an outlier. I'm one of these people. It's quirky and fun and not being part of society is one thing. But militant and strange and odd beliefs, it's like, you know, fly your freak flag can only go so far as to, I'm telling on that guy over there. Yeah. He's acting like a nutball. Well, you can't do that. Mental health is a very important... No, I sit next to a nutball. Mike, the guy next to me in the cubicle next to me is a nutball. Stop saying that at work. You're going to get fired. I need to talk to HR about Nutty McNutts a lot over here. <laughs> you know? And every office has one. That's the reason in the show The Office it was so funny that Creed sat there the whole time quietly plotting everything. And, and no one, you know, suspected that he, he was a criminal and all he talked about was being a criminal. Nutty McNutball. We've got a couple Nutty McNutballs here. If they started to pipe up, I would say something. I keep my eyes on the God. on the office loons. And if anything gets to the point where I'm like, he said, ooh, he said some very cryptic stuff, I'm turning in Nutty McNutball. I don't care about mental health. Get it for him. He's bananas. But yeah, 72-year-old Asian man is the, and they found him dead in his van. I shot himself in the head, either last night or whenever, but... Uh, yeah, so we'll have manifestos and writings and all sorts of things, but evidently he was very angry at whatever Chinese New Year it was. Now I don't know, was he Chinese too? I, I feel don't think I feel so. bigoted to not know if he's Korean or how dare you if he had a Yeah, I, I thought that yeah, I mean I thought so Tran I, was like Vietnamese. Could be, don't know. My uh friend Jim Wilson went to, uh with me to the Suns game last night and uh he's Asian, Korean. And he walked off to grab a beer, and the other guy I was with goes, so is uh, Jim here because it's Chinese New Year? I'm like, he's Korean. He goes, no difference. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> we don't know. White people don't know. We're, we're too we're too stubborn to learn it, and we're too afraid to be wrong. We just throw it out there as you're all the same. And it's hard. And I, and I started laughing. He's like, is he here because, it, like, like that's me. Like, that's, well, it's Chinese New Year. I'm going to wrangle up my Asian friend and pop him off to a basketball game. And then I realized how culturally diverse I actually am. My Chinese friend and I spent Chinese New Year together at the Suns game. I'm practically the UN. I'm like a UN advisor. That's a pretty amazing guy right there, if you ask me. Really nice. Yeah. I don't know what the shooter was. Is he, because Japanese people and Chinese people have a beef. Uh, I think Koreans and Japanese people are mad at each other. There's a whole bunch of like, they don't like each other. And I don't know how you tell each other apart. That's like Swedes and, uh, you know, Norwegians, like, being mad at you. I'm from Norway. I'm from Sweden. We're going to fight. I'm like, I don't know who to shoot. We all look exactly the same. It's the same over there. Our so. buddy Jim was like, I just got any, anyone FOB. I cannot stand <laughs> right, the Asian right Off the boat. Yeah. And I told him last night, an Asian lady walked by us, and she, 
last night's Suns crowd was America. Just an awful lot of fat ladies in clothes that don't fit, feeling like, I can do this because you can't judge me. I'm like, ugh, I am judging you. I'm, just, I'm not saying it out loud. They weren't Lizzo-sized. It was even worse. Like, I can understand a Lizzo girl going, screw it, putting on a sports bra and walking outside. Oh, don't, don't encourage it. I don't encourage it, but I understand that, that they're so far gone that they, they're just rubbing it in. I'm talking about the ones that probably shouldn't have half shirts on because it's just not a... Like, there's nothing about it that says, I try, and it's about 30 pounds too many. Ugh, the rollover. There's a little bunt cake going over the edge of the pants, and there's a, you know, like a cesarean scar or a bullet wound, or I don't know. But there was an awful lot of those. And then this Asian girl walked by, and she had a nice, tight little shirt on and a skirt. She looked like she was fresh out of the, you know, black pink video. I'm like, ah, oh, there you go. I'm like, Wilson, you need to start liking Asian chicks. Like, they're always skinny. Like, the good ones are always skinny. They look good. They're in shape, and it looks like they're. It looks like they give an F. And he goes, you know what? I'm starting to come around on the Asian girls. Oh, he never was. Oh, no, he hates them. He's, really? No, like him wow. He's got self-loathing Asian hate towards the women. I mean, I Asian understand culture. it if you watch too much Pornhub videos because uh, <laughs> the pixelation they make and the pixelation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Put a pillow over it. But yeah, he said he's starting to come around a little bit. So I'm starting to see that. And I'm like, yeah, because this American thing is just ranch dressing and, you know, trips to the the, the big giant buffet. I mean, this these gigantic beers and nachos. And they're walking down, their guts are all over. And they're holding big buckets of nachos. And I'm like, well, she has no intention of stopping this moving if train. If he's at home watching football, yeah. I'm going to I don't know if she's mad about it. I think she's pretty happy. And like I've said for years, it's this is the best time ever to be an average girl. Thank you, filters. We watched women out in the the uh, you know that front concourse of the Suns game doing the poses. The three of them, three of them together in just jerseys, Booker jerseys, and from behind, and they had big, long, you know, thigh high boots. And you're like, all right. And you walk up, and their hair's huge. They've got all this fake hair, these extensions, and from behind there, do you see the camera? I'm like these girls must be. Pretty smoking hot. They're doing some influencing over there. You get up close. Oh, oh. I've seen drawings of witches that are better faces. Uh-huh. But, I mean, they were the hot girls. And they were getting the attention because they were... being it was Kardashian. Well, everybody's looking going, they must be something. Look at them out there. They're filming themselves. They're doing videos. It was weird. So, yeah. But, the, yeah, so I told him, and he's coming around on them. But he hated Asian girls for a long time. And maybe it was porn. I don't know. I can't blame him, you know, if that's what he's basing it on. Oh, no, yeah, that that would, I would feel horrible if any of those porn Asians were underneath me taking my very average material. But at least it'd be pixelated, so it'd be, Yeah, you know. yeah. I'd look down and see <laughs> no it. No one will know. A lot wider. But hearing that baby cry that Asian girls do. <laughs> like, uh, no. I'm good. I gotta go. Why are you soft? Why are you soft, Prayer? Uh... It's baby noises. It's like, yeah, I don't like that. To Buku Johnny. You're, ah, you're cooing. Mm. I want to put some honey on my thumb and rub your gums. It's like you're teething. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy for him. But it was. It was my move last night for the Chinese New Year to take my Korean friend to a Suns game. Cause, and I look like a hero to all the white people in the building. Look at him taking his Asian friend out on Chinese New Year. And last night, the son celebrated Chinese New Year by dressing fat white guys under one of those weird dragon, 
You know, they run the dragon around. Yeah, that's but the, cool. They have the sticks. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, pretty. And then um, giving out uh, things for the son's gift shop for $25, but they were wrapped up in these red envelopes with Chinese writing on them. I'm like, this, how is this not like ultimate cultural appropriation? And it was a, uh, a man dressed in a unicorn head that was the son's choice to hand out all the, the it's gift You're cards. the rabbit. It wasn't a rabbit? No rabbits. No, there was a giant dragon on the court for a minute. And then the guy in front took the head of the dragon and lifted it up and started breathing real heavy. And it was just some fat, blonde, white guy. <laughs> like he's in charge of the dragon. Like, don't, isn't there something spiritual or something meaningful to the Asian culture where you shouldn't have, you know... The janitor running around as the head of the dragon. He was just happy he wasn't sweeping up that day. Yeah, he, that's you know. true. <laughs> I get to do what tonight? Here, put these red tights on and go work the dragon head. Imagine. Oh, that could have gone so the other way. Every fan gets chopsticks tonight. Oh, it might as well. They kind of got that way. Yeah. We're celebrating Asian culture up in here. Like, oh, thanks, Sway. <laughs> Shouting it out in like the most street way i've ever heard in my life not one asian person said here's what it's about the sun's dance team did dunks to like i don't know like yao ming or something i don't know they had Everybody some sort was of coming yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> you ain't never seen asians fly like this since crops and tiger get them trampolines out yo <laughs> you know what else i realized the sun's trampoline team they go out and they uh the the fun sun team i don't know but you know they do the trampoline the crew the crew yeah the the soul crew the soul entertainers anyway <laughs> they put the, they put the two uh trampolines out there and then like five or six people bounce on them and then ba- you know pass back and forth off the backboard yeah. they dunk and the gorilla comes out and he dunks and i noticed they've never had a girl do it and i thought to myself again being a marketing genius have the wnba girls go out and dunk off do the their tramps. dunk crew have them do it. The actual the players. Yes. They couldn't. They couldn't do it. They'd miss. And it would be embarrassing. <laughs> they wouldn't. They can't do it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, welcome your Phoenix Mercury. And they go to bounce off of the Do it even throwing it off the glass. It's yeah. going over the backboard. They couldn't do it. They're not used to flying up there. They don't. And it would be hilarious. So I want the Mercury... So for one game, and how great would it be if they succeeded and I was wrong? And they're up there just, you know, helicopters, 360s bouncing. They look like beautiful athletic superstars. And you're like, maybe I should go to a Mercury game. These girls have it together. Or add a trampoline to girls' basketball. Have a trampoline that they can, you know, you can bounce off of and try to dunk. Underneath, like you Always the, there. It's always present. In the charge Area, yeah, the right there in the key. Paint, You're in circle. the key. Yeah, well, not necessarily that low because be... they'd hit their heads a lot on that. That <laughs> would be right. bad. You got to pull it out of the out of the you know the restricted area. You can't really, but have a trampoline out there for them, or at least let them do the the, the gorilla dunk one time. They couldn't do it. I challenge the Phoenix Mercury to the Suns in-game entertainment. Take your four best girls, five actually. There's five That's people in Soul Squad and more. I mean, there's other people's head, but, uh, you know, lowering the rim. Then they just shoot the ball into the top of the backboard. Kunk. That's what you'd hear all the time. At least there'd be some missed dunks. A lot of them. There already are. Not a lot of them, though. There's only two girls that can even come close. But, yeah, I thought it would be entertaining. That's how bad 
girls' basketball is. That challenge right there would scare them to death. And they should be like, oh, we'll do that. That's awesome. I I would do that. I'm a 50-year-old man with two fake hips, for God's sakes. You told me you want to be one of the dunk members. I'm like, I can do this. Watch me. And I I might make it. I might miss. I'm not going to fly as high as those guys because I'm not practicing. Give me a day with those trampolines. I'd be dunking like a madman. I don't think the WNBA girls would do it. And they'd say, well, we get injured. No, you won't. There's big mats and stuff. You get injured, it's because one of them would just fly into the backboard. <laughs> you know, they just wouldn't time it right because they're not that athletic. Because every now and then you see the guy go through the hoop. Yeah. Now, can you imagine, Brady, uh, the Gilbert Christian 8th grade girls trying to trampoline dunk? Yeah. Yeah. And how horrible would that be? A lot of broken bones. <laughs> broken bones. Now think of the eighth grade boys team. It'd be a show. It would be an absolute spectacle. Mercury, I challenge you. Do it. Suns have a game on Tuesday night. Let's break out the Phoenix Merc. The return of Brittany Griner and put her on a oh, trampoline and let her the tramp. Give her a big old. <laughs> <coughs> All right, I'm in. <coughs> Let's do this. Yeah, give her a big drag off of the best weed you can imagine and push her towards the trampolines. Put your hands together for the Mercury Tramps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the girl tramps. <laughs> it would work. The fans would go crazy, and all you have to do is knock this stiff, and you'd have people yelling at Johnny for saying, oh, you see, you were wrong. They'll never do it. They're too afraid of being revealed. I challenged them, as if that matters at all. I challenged them. The same way they would challenge me if I said, you're no good at basketball. I beat you. Yeah, you're a professional. You call yourself a professional athlete. I would hope you beat me. That's all. That's what you do for a living. I, I just said you're not good at it. It's like, you know, a Safeway checkout person that's bad at it doesn't turn to me, and I'm like, you're terrible at this job. I'd, I'd be better, better than you. than you. Yeah, because you're trained on the stuff. I hope you're better than me, but I'm telling you right now, you're bad at what you're doing. I love it. So, and the Suns won this really three in a row. It's Chris Paul came back. He was great. Is there hope again? They start getting healthy as the, the team starts to kind of trickle back in. Maybe they got something here. A couple games this week, we'll find out. But, yeah, good man weekend. Just awesome. Outside of that shooting thing. Yeah. Good man weekend. Uh, it's 613. Let's get us a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98K. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. 
but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Oh, that was crazy. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. You don't take them to nice places. Uh, it's Alliance. You don't take them to nice places. They'll just scream at everybody. It's good stuff. Thank you, uh, Alliance. Excellent work. We're very proud of you. Good chance you'll get good service, though. If Alliance is... Does a, well, I'm, not so, I'm not so sure. The service will be fast. I'm not sure what you're going to be eating with that noise that's coming out of that guy. Uh, insensitive jokes is what I like. Uh, and right away, people can jump on that. It says, I just read on that. Uh, this is terrible. Somebody said, John, I just read in the news report that uh, the manifesto from the guy in California included uh, his anger over a joke against him that made his Coke taste weird. <laughs> like, really? Already? How did the Chinese get lumped into that peeing in our Cokes thing? Why is it? I don't know. Why is it me Chinese, me play joke? Why can't it be anything? Me Polish? Well, somebody wrote in that that's got to be a huge fortune cookie to hold that manifesto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are, this is the sensitivity level we've gotten with you know, that terrible, tragic news. And the news has to hate it. Like CNN and Fox keep trying to make us like, isn't this a terrible tragedy in the United States? And we've, as a society, been like, yeah, it's terrible. And I'm off to the next thing. Like we have gotten just to become the, numb. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I think it's a good thing to just be numb to yeah. it. Like, yeah. I don't want to think about this all the damn time. So, good for the ones that want to make a, their mark in history. Not anymore. There's too many of them. You can't remember. I know that's names. what I'm saying. I'm hoping that curtails some of yeah, them. Yeah, I guess. Because whatever that now I don't remember his name, but I think it was Charles Johnson, the dude that was the clock tower shooter back in the '60s. I knew about him because he was a a rare thing. Like he's the clock tower guy, the shooter from oh, he's the. Now, who did what? I guess they did the... I don't remember the guy, James Holmes, is one of them. I remember the clock tower shooter. Wouldn't have come up with the name. That's Yeah, but I mean, that was back when he made his mark saying, I'm going down in infamy. Yep. I remember James Holmes was the Aurora guy. And pretty much all there's a few others like, oh, right. But they're not going down in infamy. They're going down as the guy who did. And you don't have any name recognition with it. So I guess that's a good thing. But, yeah, we're numb. Like, the, the, like mm-hmm. the, the nation is sad, and then we turn around and go, that's... And is it because it's so common, or is it because it's thrown in our face when it happens for so long? You know, when the news kind of just... a combo of both. ...crushes us yeah. over the head. Oh, this is happening every single day. It's like, well, and I'm not going to focus on it, because then I'll be worried every time I leave the house. It's about to happen to me, and I can't live like that. You never know when it's all going to go crooked on you. So just act like it's not. And we deal with things with uh, horrible jokes and terrible darkness and whatever. You know what, well, you know what we need is, uh, oops, sorry, is a person in uh, charge of something to do an exorcism. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh. Nancy Pelosi, and I'm not talking politically, I'm talking IQ stupidity. I'm talking someone who is as dumb as a stump, evidently, and I didn't ever think she was this dumb. 
performed an exorcism at her house to get rid of the evil spirits because of what happened to her husband. And that's the only way her husband's going to go back in there. These two morons. This woman was third in line for the presidency, the most powerful person in the world. And one of her problem-solving techniques in life is an exorcism. Might as well be just a rain dance for the drought, throwing pennies in a fountain. Well, we got to get this debt right, so I'm going to wish. And performing an exorcism to get rid of evil, evil spirits in her house. That's something she feels is real and useful. And somehow... For 40 years, she's fooled people into thinking that she's got the wits about her to solve problems. But her own personal issue included a seance, for God's sakes. They held on to this for a while, too. Oh. On Thanksgiving. Yeah. They did that well, because they don't want people to know that they're nuts. And the daughter's like, okay. Look, and if anybody argues, well, so if, if you were told that all, well, we had, a, uh, we had an incident at the house. We're going to have some priests come by and do an exorcism. That person that you're, that's telling you that, suddenly you have a different view of them. Like, oh, this person's insane. Like, I'm dealing with a nutball. Yeah, we're going to try to get the evil spirits out of our daughter and stuff. Oh, we're going to pray the gay away and that, that, that kind of stuff. She was in charge of, like, a lot of things that mattered. Like, bills that would go into the, the you know, the, on the, the Senate floor in the House. And she was the last person that would, she was in charge of things. Like, this, this is a big Safety measure for the United States. What do you think? Nancy will take care of it. She'll make a choice. Well, I performed a seance over this, and some ghosts told me. I'm like, you're an insane person. I want a rational adult. So it's so her husband will stay at the house again? Where's he been? At his boyfriend's house the entire time? <laughs> ah, or what? I mean, there we Brad go. Brad Fesley with the <laughs> swing and hit. Where's he been over there taking a pipe from that fella? <laughs> Where's he been at his boyfriend's house, says Fesley? Good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See? But, yeah, he's been too nervous to get back in there because, you know, he doesn't want them to go in there until all the luminol can pick up all the stains on the walls that were there from the, quote, attack. But, yeah, they had to have a, an exorcism. And, again, I go back to that. If a police chief said, we don't know what to do about your... Uh, your son's crimes and stuff, and we're not going to arrest him. We're just going to – we got a couple of people here from the uh, Orthodox, and they're going to do an exorcism on him. You'd be like, what the hell's going on? If a therapist you're paying $200 an hour to says, how about an exorcism? You'd quit immediately. It isn't a rational person's decision to solve a problem. <laughs> this is the Speaker of the House for over tw- what, 12, 15 years. I, you know, that makes me nervous. I think the term is a little off. But that that sells if that's it more. The term you're using, yeah, you're because dumber. it's having priests over to pray over the house. Because, like exorcism, that's a blessing, Brady. There's a difference. Yeah, there's already words they're for that. also playing uh, praying over your house for safety, and that's a you know. blessing. Yeah, there's a word for that already. And if you were a smart person, you'd say we had the house blessed, and everybody be like, all right, you're still a little wacky, but I get it. An exorcism is a uh, Believing there's a uh, there's still a evil spirit yeah, in your house, is thousands of years old, of how dumb people back in a long time ago ages didn't know how to justify or rationalize things and just assumed these spirits that they'd been coached to believe are attacking them are there. And again, they're not for real. Spo- They've never committed fee. a crime. Exactly. It's probably pr- probably cost her about thirty five thousand dollars. Donate to the church. We'll yeah. exercise it. Yeah. And how? What church is going to her house? Like, all she does is pass bills against what they believe. You know? 
Whether you're for it or not, she's big on the gay thing. She's big on, like, the churches that are around there are like, all right, Nancy, we'll exercise your demons. Like, she does everything yeah, but that's she against on that. this. Yeah, but look at the money. But the exorcism is for, you know, druids and dumb people from a thousand years ago. We've grown out of it. Again, the rain dance has never caused rain. The exorcism has never stopped. And a ghost has never committed a mother effing crime. It's never happened. And for anybody who says it has, I always go back to my point blank. You have no answer for this. If a crime was committed against you and you called the police and the police said, we think ghosts did it, you demand their jobs. We're pretty sure a ghost attacked you tonight. Oh, you dumbass. Find the guy who did this. No, it was ghosts. You're just being lazy. Even it, if you believe in ghosts. They just get away with them all the time and yeah. never get caught. <laughs> Deep down, you know it's hooey that they can attack you or create trouble. They might, according to Zach Baggins, open a cabinet door. Oh, that's the most I've ever seen that I'm like, I don't know why that happened. Looks like a faulty hinge to me. But if you want to say a ghost did it, fine. No harm, no foul. Ghosts don't commit crimes. They don't make people commit crimes. They are incapable of it. Put an APB out on Casper. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, and then what? Then what are we going to do? We exercised them. So now they're just floating around coming to my house? Thanks a lot, Pelosi. <laughs> you dick. At least we had them corralled in the Ghostbuster section. Leave them in your house and just burn it down. There's no stopping them. What's the exorcism going to do? Nothing. But a, but a bright person knows this is a this is a yeah, but it's really stupid Zilla. thing. <laughs> is it? The, the, the house <laughs> has been exercised. Yeah. I'm not going into that. Clean bill. I'm not giving any you know person who's exercised their house money. They don't. They don't deserve it. This lady's been in charge of way too many things to still have exorcisms be a reality to her. Got to perform an exorcism so the evil demons don't uh, have butt sex with my husband again. <laughs> oh, I don't mind that part, honey. Shut up, Paul. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen someone with that high a position do. And that's saying something. I mean, We if, all have our weirdness, John. But that's not weirdness. That's flat or dangerous, quirk. dangerous quirk. stupidity. And just think San Franciscans keep, keep, keep reelecting her. And that's the scarier part. Yeah. The populace is so dumb that she's valuable to them. Bring the crew over to the Congress. We all have quirks. That's a Brady. huge exorcism. We all have quirks. I have nose hairs I pull out, show you, and eat them. That's yeah. hilarious. That's a quirk. That's a hilarious thing. Now, if I started to bundle my nose hairs and burn them and say evil spirits won't come around anymore, you'd be like, Holmberg's lost it. He thinks his nose hairs are powerful in the outer realms. You're an idiot. He's a shapeshifter. Like I said a few months ago, look, Native American culture, I love you. I think you're great. Your rain dance has never once created rain. Never once. It's, you've never been responsible for it. It's never happened. Not once. Zero times. You are O for all of the rain dances. Not once. Never. Exorcisms are an exercise in stupidity for stupid people who can't figure out anything real. And they have to have answers in their own dumb brains. It's for dumb people. It's like country music. It's for the dumb. <laughs> it's insane that that person held such a high-ranking position. And nobody's saying, wow, what else did you perform exorcisms over? Like, <laughs> like what bills did we have that you asked your you know, Ouija board which direction to go? You're nuts. <laughs> Ghosts never do anything. You're a fool. Sorry, your child was abducted, and the police chief and I have gotten together and said we're going to stop looking for human beings. We're pretty sure it was ghosts. All right, you're fired, you're fired. 
I'm going to the governor on this, and if she says the ghosts did it too, I'm going to the news. I thought you believed in ghosts. Okay, nobody actually believes in them that much. No one took my kid. No ghost you was just responsible. Just go around the house with a super soaker full of holy water. That's right. Spray it down. <laughs> it just it baffles me. It again, I'm just an observer on this planet at this point because I don't think I fit in anymore. I'm only looking in. I'm not willing to. I mean, here's my problem. I'm not willing to forgive you like Brady is so nice to say, we all have quirks. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't live my life that uh, rosy. I can't look at somebody and go, yeah, they're just quirky. Who? The folks over there, exorcism uh, house people, the ones trying to get the demons out of their daughter for being a hooker. And it's just, it's what it is. That's You're her nuts. deal, man. Yeah. Their daughter was a prostitute. And came back, and they did an exorcism on her. Oh, did it work? No. But we all have our quirks. I'm like, nope. Some people are stupid, and some people aren't. And you're talking about stupid people, and they're intolerable human beings that walk the earth with me, and that scares me. I share a freeway with them. That is a dumb thing to use as your final solution. (laughs) It really is. Final solution. Well, I like the phrase final solution, but I, look. The final solution is, is as no, dumb. You're right. to, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And the fact no one's saying, all right, Nancy Pelosi's not allowed to play reindeer games with us anymore. She's done. Is beyond me. Like she I stopped someone exercise. cold with your reasoning on, on ghosts? ghosts a couple weeks ago. There's no answer. They're like, no well, I, don't you believe in them? I'm like, no. I can I can disprove it in two seconds. And I, I was like, all right, you were in a car accident like two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now go to Allstate. <laughs> tell them that a ghost jumped in front of your yeah. car yeah, and tell them it's not your fault. It's not my fault, really, because ghosts grabbed the wheel and pulled it to the side. And you could be talking to the most fervent believer of ghosts, but when they're working for Allstate, all state, they're like, no, not there's, a thing. There's no line in yeah. there. And they the even have Act of God with Allstate, which is arguable. Shane Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, try Go to tell try him. And yeah. Tell him. Try to convince the insurance company a ghost grabbed the wheel here. No matter how many ghost believers you've got at that moment, they're all looking at you like... You're a dip. This isn't going to work. We all know deep down it's just kind of a game we play with ourselves to to try to understand what happens to us when we're done. They don't actually involve themselves in car wrecks. We can keep them away for a small fee. Right. And then you go to the Catholic Church. Oh, sure. A ghost probably did grab your wheel. For 10 grand, we'll fix your car. Oh, good. No more ghosts. You should be driving just fine. The Tesla's on its own. One last spritz. Yeah. Yeah, Toledo's right. That's a that's a good one too. Is to take your car accident and go. That was not my fault. In fact, officer, uh, you know how fast you were going? Sure, but it wasn't really me. See, I'm driving along here, and uh, suddenly a ghost is like, Wah! and he smashed the gas pedal, and I was just staring. I was going 85 and a 50. I, I was it's not trapped. my fault. Ghost and the cop would just be like, "You're a nutball on top of getting this ticket. You're also a crazy person. Got my eye on you, nutbag." We're taking your license away. Do you believe in ghosts, officer? Yes, very much so. Well, a ghost did this. No, not that much. You can off now. Go to any haunted house. Go to anything. Trash it when the owner's not looking and say ghost did it. And watch how fast they sue you. No one actually believes in them. Exorcism because her husband. While I was there, the ghost put his head through the wall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he made me dress like a Nazi and have this party. The ghost did it. When you start blaming ghosts for your stupidity, everybody deep down is like, oh, okay, I see. It's just human error here. Hey, honey, we're going to have to take uh, Justin off the uh, list of people to hang out with. But I do feel sorry for an old lady whose husband has been gay the entire relationship and took a hammer from a dude and then called the cops on him. 
And then, and everybody knows that's really what happened. Yeah, you got he, and then the guy popped him in the head in a lover's quarrel. I don't care what anybody says. That's pretty much what this is. (laughs) Because there's no talk of it anymore, which tells me the news found out and went, we can't talk about this. It's all just been settled. It was a nasty, nasty attack. Anyway, shut up. Paul. And her answer to that is, I gotta have answers to that. What? And he's telling her evil spirits are inside. They're doing an exorcism to pray his gay away. That's, That's the only thing I can come up with. Because if you're going to tell me that's all settled and she does an exorcism after, something else going on in that Pelosi house. Paul told her some secrets. I got to go to the doctor. I have an anal fissure. From what? Ghosts. Really? God, she bought it. Yeah, ghosts. (laughs) Well, she's covered in case uh, they find documents there. (laughs) You already laid down yeah. the groundwork. We're Biden threw documents around like like the last day of school. There's just papers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, school's out, man. Stop throwing those everywhere. <laughs> Cruising in the, in the vet. It's the end of the session, man. I got my core vet. School's out, man. Come on. Guys throwing papers all over the place like it's confetti. Guess I had a few more pieces of paper I didn't know about. Come on, sorry, man. Yeah, the whole thing's just a shambles. And I sit back and giggle the whole time. Oh, well, they're all bananas. Maybe an exorcism over all these papers, too. And we send some exorcists over to Ukraine and fix that, and some exorcists over a Cincinnati Stadium so no one else's heart stops, and some exorcists over. I guess that's the answer when you're a powerful person. Exorcism. But, you know, I could see a religious person losing their mind when they found if their husband's been taking the pipe. And you got to get a couple dudes in funny hats. And Your glasses. life's been rocked yeah, a little bit. You might make a terrible choice here and there. And I can't believe. And then a couple of years from now, if she's still alive, she'll be like, "Remember, I did the exorcism because of Paul." And I'm like, I was so lost. But it's a story, and people don't bat an eye on it. But I do, Brady. I admire your soft-natured kindness. Some people are just quirky. If your neighbor started having exorcisms, you'd have a for sale sign, and that you'd be talking to the other neighbors, doing exorcisms and stuff. What's going on in there that's got them thinking the demons are here? <laughs> Sorry, Brady. Couldn't come to the football game yesterday. Got these demons in the house. Oh, you're nuts. I see. Well, quirky. If I asked Brett to go to the Suns game with me, I can't make it. What happened, Brett? We were an hour before the game. Ah, Medea and I have demons. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm sorry, your marriage not working out? Oh, no, no, the, no, the floating around winged ones, you know, gargoyle demons. got to exercise them. Knocking out stuff in the house. And a lot of, we've lost a few vases, and then they keep moving my Sinatra picture, and we got to do something about it. Is that really happening, Brett? Or have you gone insane? The ghost stole my keys. Right. I, can't I, can't, keys my car. I can't find my goddamn keys. I'm pretty sure it was demons. So we're getting some pre-sober. They I'm going to miss the game. stole my Dean Martin celebrity roast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody touches the yeah. Dean Martin celebrity roast at Brett's house. If that moves without Brett knowing about it, it might be yeah. ghosts because that's the only person that's getting their hands on that. I'll be there with my proton packs with Dan Aykroyd and blowing the hell out. The of only place. thing that would happen is if that if I guarantee like he doesn't need a safety or a, a, a security system on his house because if somebody starts to steal the Dean Martin roasts, Brett's in bed sound asleep. He hear, hey, wake up, buddy! Somebody's taking that beautiful Dean Martin roast from me. <laughs> Dean Martin's ghost itself would warn Brett. <laughs> That that's been touched. Oh my, Brett, we got trouble out of the demons. <laughs> Thank you, Ghost of Dean Martin. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I'm so outside the realm of like what's normal anymore that I'll read a news story and I'll be like, does anybody else think this is just 
The world's gone batch crazy wacko. Eh, well, you know. Let your freak flag... F- no, I don't want freak flags to fly. I want people to be normal and logical again and point out nuttiness. I like to be... I know you can... I, like Eric Bryan, the guy from uh, uh, New AC Unit and Precision. Yeah. We golf with him every once in a while, and he said something once, and then he apologized if that was insensitive because he made fun of someone. And he goes, I don't know you guys well enough that you know that might have been insensitive. And he, and he used a terrible slur. and That wasn't that terrible, but no. like for the for the joke, it was pretty funny. And it was a... It could have been... Determined as a mean thing to say to someone about, I think it was about a fat person. And I said, no, I like, I like being friends. I know I now can be friends with you because you'll be in the car with me and point and go, look at that weirdo. And I like that. I like pointing out weirdos. I like uh, pointing out society's outliers. I like avoiding weirdos. I like being in a situation where I recognize someone's made me uncomfortable and walking away from them without a word, just looking at them. I like judging people by the way they address I like judging uh, people by the way they stare at me. I like, the, I like their hair, their clothes. I judge you. We all do it. And I judge you and make a decision based not on the color of your skin, but how you decide to present yourself it's in society. It's all on the reaction, John. The it, judging happens. Yep. We all react differently. Whether it's like, yeah. you know. Well, my reaction is stay away from that f- lunatic. You don't know me. Well, the fact you're upset about it makes me know I've hit a nerve. You've not. Isn't the first time someone said you were nuts? I love judgment. I live on it, and I want you to judge me too. I present myself to society a certain way as well. Hopefully, one that makes you comfortable. Hopefully, one that makes you go, "He's not a threat." But people who decide to wander around and and be something that's not normal, and then say, "Treat me like I'm normal." You know what? You know who's. Uh, you know how you know I know you're, you're goofy? Is when you say, treat me like I'm normal. Because what you're saying is, I know I'm not. But just act like I am. It's the treat me like I'm normal is the phrase of a nutball saying, just don't point out my flaws that I know are wildly out there. Treat me like a normal person. Start acting like one. I am. Yeah. If you were, you wouldn't have to tell me to treat like a normal person. I would. It's normal to treat a normal person normal without asking. Drive around, point at people, and say that guy's nuts. Drive around like to, we've done this. We drive around and like see two people standing in the street corner, and we build a whole life for them. You yep. build a whole. How did they get there? And just based on their clothes and their demeanor at that point, you've built an entire life for them. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're right. That won't affect. That's the only one. Lee and Shiba Inu. I got hit by the Bitcoin, and now he's standing on the street corner. The only one that I understand when they say that um, and understand where they're coming from would be like a handicapped person or just treat me like a normal person. Right. Cause, but, but again, Don't go out of your they're way. basically saying, I know what's going on here. Yeah. I know I'm And not. again, who's on you when you don't treat them like a normal person? Everybody but them. That's the point. They're saying treat me like a normal person because they know. Just treat me like you would anybody else because they recognize they're different. If I need help, I'll ask. Yeah, they know they're different. So they're saying, I know I don't fall into the category of, quote, normal. So just treat me like that. I'll get around. All right. Yeah. Judge everybody. Martin Luther King's speech, uh, I have a dream speech, just a, a week from his birthday, was all about judging human beings. Be judgmental. But not by the color of their skin. By whether or not they're acting like a f- stick. The content of their character, not the color of their skin. That's it. 
find out. Basically, what Martin Luther King's speech should have been called was find out if this guy's an asshole or not. <laughs> That's it. If not, get along. Yeah, if, no, just move away. Get Point it out and tell others. This guy's an asshole. Like, let everybody in on it. I got to go home today. I got to leave the show early. I didn't tell you guys this at 8. I got to exercise some stuff. It's gonna... Yeah, what are you doing? A little Demons. quad workout? Um, Jack keeps standing on people. Little My dog, at home. you know, and all of a sudden he just keeps standing up on you. And I'm yeah. like, God, I've been trying to train him and he just won't stop. So it's demons. I got to exercise that for my dog. So ghost to your old dog's in I don't know what's going on. Like, I think it's a ghost of a guy who used to be a marionette and he keeps trying to stand my dog up. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I got, I'm not crazy at you all. You did come in with a blue aura. So did I? I Do I have that going on? That's nice. Yeah. I talked to some folks and it turns out my dog's been uh, possessed and, uh, by a bipedal thing and it wants him on his back feet. I just don't, I got to get the demon out. So he's back down on all fours. It's a new thing. He's three. He's never been a jumper before, but now he's doing it a lot. Pretty sure demons got involved. Not a conversation for a healthy brain. <laughs> Not even close. A healthy brain doesn't bring up demons as an answer to anything. Ever. That is the person at the table we all talk about later. Did you hear Melissa say that her, her son might have a demon in him? <laughs> It's not parenting at that point. It's demons. Like, it's out of her control. She she feels like she can't... Did you guys hear it? Yeah, she's going to have him exercised. Okay, and you're all all right with this? What? What's wrong with that? No, I'm not going to hire her at work, but I wouldn't put her in charge of anything. She's allowed to do it. Sure, but we all have to, like, shun her now, right? <laughs> of course, we're not taking her to dinner anymore. She's nuts. That's the spice to the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, the... <laughs> the relative or the friend that yeah. comes over and lays yeah. something like that on. At the table. Well, did you just hear that? Yeah, and then we then we have conversations about him nuts there. <laughs> and we'd be right. <laughs> That's the, the best conversations to have. Uh, Brian's new girlfriend talked about exercising the house. She's not allowed here anymore. We have to have her over just one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to have her for Christmas to see if she's, how nuts just, she uh, actually is. But at least we all now have, we all know we've tagged her with crazy, right? Yeah. It's like when they catch a fish and put a tag on it to keep an eye on it. We've given her the crazy tag. When she comes back, we're going to assess it again and then scientifically figure out ways to avoid it. She left in tears. What happened? She broke a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> right. Seven years of bad luck. There's the other thing. That's, that's, you know, I understand a little superstition. Like, ah, crap, this is going to live with my brain. So then you've talked yourself into it. But it, broken mirrors have never caused any bad luck. Ever. 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 I'm sorry, throwing your penny in a well. Son of a bitch. Never worked. If your wish came true, it wasn't because of the penny. Just it was it just happened. You're nuts if you thought I'm gonna go throw more pennies in that well. Cause I got to I had a thing where I thought Dave was I was I threw the penny in the well and I asked if he would perform oral on me and then Friday he did, so I'll go back and see if I can get some D. That wish only lasts so long after that guy in the snorkel and masks scrapes <laughs> up the change in the penny. fountains. <laughs> you ever seen the crew at the mall when they used to have the penny thing? And like sometimes you'd go back to, but Fiesta Mall had one for a little while. Yeah. And I remember it would fill up. And then I'd go back there in like February and it was empty. Well, the mall's collecting my wishes? You sons of bitches! That means they came true, John. <laughs> they just float away. The best one is the one in Rome. The What is that? Trevanti? The Trevi. Trevi, Trevi Fountain. Yeah. You flip it in, and the only thing that happens is that 
it means you'll come back. Like the only wish that it can grant is that you'll be back here someday. That's still up to you. You won't be magic airfare and stuff. Right, exactly. That's not a wish. That's an actual, like, like the difference would be I threw a penny in the Trevi Fountain, and it says that uh, if I do that, then I'll, uh, like, if you were magically transported back to it, like, on a Tuesday, whoa, 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 and you just left your desk, you're like, oh, the wish is happening. Best quarter I ever seen. You have to still, like, plan it, get, get on a plane, you know, book a flight, probably have a layover in Dallas or Charlotte. You got something. It's not Doesn't a, matter. You're back. That's John. not a wish, though. That's that is like a lot of hard work to make a wish come true. Which, in a way, the Italians have proven like, oh, your wishes can come true with a little hard work and you doing the goddamn thing, yeah. idiot. Yeah, but it would be great if, like, yeah, I was over in Rome and I tossed one of the pennies into the uh, fountain there, and it's you know, hopefully, ah, 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 when he just shoots out of the room into the sky. And he calls it. Guess where I am? You're not at the fountain, are you? You goddamn better believe it. The wish came true. Shouldn't everybody that does that just wait until Saturday night when Luigi comes in with his, with <laughs> his scoops it out, squeegee and scoops it all? <laughs> Got to get all of these uh, coins out of here. It's an international love fest. I get the I get the something from everywhere. Make yeah, a ridiculous. That, amount of money. <laughs> well, keeps the water running on the fountain. Pretty sure that right down the road yeah. there, the Vatican's like make with the coins. <laughs> Oh, there's a special drainage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably just a 2% two slope into the Vatican drain, and it oh, just shoots if over. If you're at St. No, Peter's no, like and down the basement, you hear a bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Got a lot of wishes today, a lot of wishes. And they're all a coming true for me. A fool and his money soon parted. That's I mean, exactly that's... right. If you're chucking money in water, my favorite thing is I wonder how many people have thrown a penny in to the fountain and gone, I need to stop gambling. <laughs> you throw money everywhere. Uh, this will stop. I wish I could stop gambling. Ting. I wish I had more money. Ting. It doesn't make it in the fountain. Right. Oh, crap. All right. You won that bet. I thought I could get it in. Ten more says I can do it on the second try. Yeah. Exercise those demons, folks. If you've got, you've got problems in your life, it has nothing to do with your hard work or your ambition or your ability to be smart. It has something to do with... Uh, hell-bound gargoyles coming off of uh, statues that have infiltrated your home and made your husband take one in the head and in his underpants and then fall in love with his uh, intruder. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Tell you what, man, I had demons break into the safe, start spreading papers all over. You think it was... De- if Joe Biden said demons did it and then exercised his house, would he still like be up for impeachment for having... Doc- Tell you, I didn't do it. Another four years. Tell you, man, come on. I was in Scranton. Demons. Stole all the papers. Eh, well, you know, you got to give them a break. It was. I'd love to see CNN try to handle that. Well, you know, the president did say demons were involved, so we'll look into it. Tonight, an interview with a demon. Yeah. You know what? I have demons. Why not? If anybody's got them, it's that guy. <laughs> demons put those papers in my Mar-a-Lago home, my beautiful Mar-a-Lago home. It must have been Demons. All right. If Trump said demons for anything, he'd have been, they'd have strung him up. Hilarious. The world's gone just topsy-turvy nuts. Which is why I enjoy just sitting back, enjoying a nice meal, and watching all you guys light yourselves on fire. <laughs> it, just, it just seems like something I'm never going to do. But, man, you're entertaining. You are an entertaining lot. Believer, believers of nonsense. I talked to my psychic. Oh, for sake, I can't hang out with you ever again. 
My psychic told me we shouldn't be friends anymore. First time I've ever Good. agreed with a psychic. First time ever I've ever agreed with a psychic. And you know why your psychic told you that? Because I'm going to introduce logic into your life. It's going to make psychics look crazy. So in order for that psychic to continue collecting money from your dumb ass, you can't hang out with me. Psychic one, John zero. Nice work, psychic. Eliminate the people that bring truth to this dummy's life. Psychic says I shouldn't listen to your show anymore, yeah. You introduce too much truth and logic to things, and that screws up psychics' uh, payrolls. My life coach said we can't be friends anymore. That's right. Your life coach is 100% correct. You, you're all right with that? I didn't know you had a life coach till just now. I am 100% okay with that. I put those two in the same category. They're, they're the same thing? Yeah. What's your life coach pulling in a year? I don't know. Thirty, forty-five thousand 45000 a year in life coaching? <laughs> you want this person to guide you? Okay, good idea. You need to be better off just knocking on the high school door at Dobson. Just go, hey, I know I'm 40. I'd like to talk to one of the counselors, please. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mr. Garibay? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to talk to Mr. Garibay about my future. Okay? High school guidance counselor? That's just taking some nutball kid and saying, you're going you're gonna to be a janitor. i got to hand it to high I school. I promise you, you will Look, have a job. High school guidance counselors are, are more... Valderie Valdera rose-colored glasses than Brady because they got to look these kids in the eyes and say, you can be anything you want to be. And that's only based on the fact you haven't been here for more than 15 years. And they're staring at the dumbest future, like, low-level janitor, like, pour-to-john cleaner by hand. And they have to try to tell that kid, there's hope for you. And I know they go home to their wives and go, I told this kid Rodney... That he had hope. And man, it's hard to lie to a kid like that. But he's too stupid to know I'm lying. Oh, Lisa and her teacher friends tell me all the time, we know. The, every one of them knows how they, dumb those they kids pass, are. They pass the kids around. The kids <laughs> does something bad in one class and he can't go back to that yeah. class. Lisa's like, ah, I'm getting Johnny today. You can mostly predict futures by oh, looking yeah. at like a 16 year old. Oh, yeah. I see where you're headed. Guidance counselors, though. Even the parents what you blame the teachers, but it's you that drops them off for daycare every day. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, nice swing there, Toledo. <laughs> That's right. It's the daycare center people that are ruining it, not the teachers. Get off Toledo's wife's back. They tried to guide the best they can. Oh, it's an impossible job. I feel bad for them. Guidance counselors are failed politicians. They couldn't make it in the big leagues, <laughs> oh, so they went great. back down. They learned how to lie that's to right. dumber people yes. than the general population. High school kids. I don't know how to make Pop-Tarts. You can, you, oh man, this is hard to say. You can be anything you want to be. <laughs> Ugh. start of the kitchen on fire with Pop-Tart again. You got to take it out of the package, Rodney. <laughs> but, all right, what do you want to do for a living? Engineering. God, I hope you mean like just standing by a model train. <laughs> no, aerospace engineering. Just let your kitchen on fire with a wrapped Pop-Tart. I can't believe you could say aerospace, <laughs> let alone. I don't know what it is. Saw it at Disneyland? The land of the future and stuff? Choke it down, Garibay. Just tell him he's a good person. Who was your guidance counselor? Do you remember? I don't remember, to be honest with you. Mine looked at me and goes, you got a long way to go. <laughs> because I was failing everything. I'm like, I know. And they always tell you, you're smart. Why are you doing this? I'm like, maybe I'm not that smart. I think you have to tell all of us we're smart. I don't think I'm not smart. That yeah, I think you yeah. have to say it to everyone. When are you ever saying, you're too dumb, you're, you're, you're barely going to make minimum wage most of your life. Please don't have a lot of kids. That would be good guidance counseling. That would be great guidance Please counseling. don't have more than one kid if you have one at all. 
You're not built to make more people. You were a minimum wager, top to bottom. What are you talking about, bro? Please. I met your parents. Well, one of them. The other one doesn't show up today. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> John says, Brett's right. Remember Phil Davison? That dude's a uh, guidance counselor now. Who's that? The guy that ran for city counselor. Phil Davison. Oh, that guy. Is he a is he a life oh, coach now? He has to be. Oh, yeah. No one's screaming at you that he's got it all figured out. You know, we're not voting for that lunatic. All right, fine. I'll do it this way. I watched Joel Osteen yesterday. I watch him every Sunday. And I watched Joel Osteen yesterday. And a lot of the times I hate Joel Osteen because he's just, he, he preys on people's pockets and, and, and emotions. He had a great point yesterday about oh, something. No. A great one. And then he brought up, you know, the only person that can do it is God and all this. And it, it went off the rails. But it started off, he did it, and it really made me think. He's like, uh, whenever there's a picture taken of you, and, and, and it's a group of people, what do you do first? You zoom in on your face to see if it's okay. And if it's not, you delete it. No matter how great everybody else looks, you zoom in and make sure that's not what you present to the world. Pictures of you, you filter it. You make sure that you're smiling. Your ears don't look funny. Everybody in it looks okay. And you look great. You let that one out there. You let the public see it. But if you don't like it, you delete it. So how come when your brain tells you you're no good or you sit and say I'm ugly, or you just don't delete it? I'm like, wow, that's a great point. Like you continually tell everybody, this is what I look like. This is what I present to you as me. But in your own head, you won't do it for yourself. God's the only one. Come on, all right, shut up, Joel. We're done with this. That was a good point. You lose me at the rest of it saying there's only one answer. I have to give you a few bucks. Here's that's a book. An excellent point. Delete your bad thoughts the same way you do your bad pictures. We're incapable of it. Yeah, we can't get out of our own oh way. God, I got bags under my eyes. But if there's bags under your eyes in a picture, you delete it. Delete it. It's amazing. You delete bad thoughts the same way you do the, the imagery you try to put out there for everyone else. Which has now become a huge moneymaker. What? Filters they want you to, you know, you have those thoughts in your mind now. The only way to get away, get rid of that is medication. Or, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Well, because it's, it's, we don't. John, please don't point, use the though. name Rodney in your example. Sorry, Rodney. Because that was the name of the 21-year-old that finally graduated because the state kept mentally <laughs> helped kids in school at my school. And in school Rodney was... finally graduated. Right. Rodney's a tough name to overcome. It's very rarely ever a top-notch Rodney. CEO Rodney. Rodney Pete. Rod. But if he stays with Rodney for some reason, there's like a, a flannel shirt in summer involved. <laughs> Don't know why, but Rodneys are always wearing some brown flannel. It's hot. Like you're in a flannel shirt. It's July. I know. No shirt I got. Rodney, what happened? Eh, I should have been going by Rod a long time ago, but I stuck with Rodney, and here I am. Tried to be a contractor for a while. Finding folks for dropping fish heads off by the Chinese market. (laughs) And that's your job? Yeah, I worked the security parking lot over here at the ranch market for fish head (laughs) drop-off. Guidance counselor said this was probably going to happen. I see you in the future with... Fish heads somehow. So there I am. Now, not gaming fish heads like uh, used up Chinese market fish heads. Is that Chinese market gone? It's gone. Yeah. We don't have, you probably, you know. talking about the Mekong? No, the one that was over there at the Chinese Cultural Center that's now just a business office. I say Lidi's is still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? In that building? Oh, the one over on, no, the one in uh, Chandler. Expanded. We had that Chinese Cultural Center. Broadway has two almost. Well, I know that there's, you know, Chinese stuff, but. 
I didn't know if they had that big market like they had at the Chinese Cultural Center. That was just gigantic. The ones over on Thompson are bigger. All right. Are they really? Yeah, they're huge. They moved to the far east side of town. Adorable, oh, Brady. Geez. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Up. Oh, firefighters are driving. Up. Sirens going by to come arrest Brady for being a, a, an asshole. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. That Chinese culture center came and went, and nobody even batted an eye. No more culture for you, Chinese. We're closing her up. We're going to have a WeWork. No there fanfare. <laughs> what is WeWork? Not Chinese. Nope. You guys, it was a complete failure. <laughs> and you know who's to blame for this? The Chinese. You guys didn't even show up enough to keep it going. There are only 12 of us. Well, we, we've seen a lot more. They are not all Chinese. Well, you can't convince me of that. <laughs> I've seen plenty in China. I went to a Joe Coy show. There was 2,000 of them. <laughs> Those are not Chinese. <laughs> All right. Off you go, then. Off you go. We're going to close up your cultural center. What other, like, if you closed up a Native American cultural center and stuck a WeWork there, there'd be, like, a, there'd be a picket line. There'd be marches and something. Like, if you just closed the Herd Museum and said, now it's a WeWork. People would lose their minds. The Chinese Cultural Center went away and nobody said a thing. They just All they did was just cut off the tops of that architecture and make the building a, f- a flat roof. Now. You don't even have <laughs> they to. They trimmed the pagoda? They trimmed the pagoda. So they get rid of those. It looks a little Chinese. It might remind people of what we took No over. more lions in the entrance? Yeah. <laughs> there's no gold lion. There's no jade anywhere. <laughs> what happened here? It's a WeWork now. Where the, where the architecture? And we had to cut it all off. It attracted the Chinese. Everybody thought we were just a giant restaurant. Rasta smell like fish head. Yeah. No getting that out of here. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. We all know that it's getting cold up north and, uh, you know, you got to get your ski gear and snowboarding gear over there at Action Ride Shop. But uh, also right now, mention KUPD and they got 25% off uh, Action branded jackets and hoodies. So go to Action Ride Shop right now, pick up the gear, because it's some nice stuff, actually, too. Oh, yeah. And is there still, like, closing the roads to go up north today? Because it yeah. snowed so much Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. But uh, on the list, we got Metallica, Lamb of God, Metal Church, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, Clutch, Sepultura. I think the most fitting yeah. one is uh, Ghost Mummy Dust for Pelosi. Yeah, I think that's perfect. My friend Brian said, can you imagine how many exorcisms took place when math started to get popular? Like when that demon of math was like, oh, my God, the things we can solve with this. Do you know how many of these, holds up his fingers, fit into how many of these? Ah, demons! Math had to scare the hell out of everybody. Exercise that guy. He's figuring stuff out. Yeah, mom, Oh, people were, you know, killed. Over math. Yeah. And science. And technology. Yeah, because they were like. Finding logic, and it was kind of debunking the fact, oh, kidneys aren't our brains? Well, the Bible was wrong. I'm going to erase that page. I'm going to write a new book. This one's way obsolete. Yeah, exorcisms are everywhere. Yeah, you start figuring things out, it starts to debunk truths. I can't imagine how many exorcisms they had to have. Some dude invented the microscope to see things we can't see. Oh, man. And then discovered germs and stuff. I had to freak them out. You mean ghosts don't do anything? No, it's germs that are making you sick. It's not my bad behavior? Not really. We don't have AIDS yet. Yeah, Pelosi's exorcism is the exact same thing as the guy I was watching last night sitting in front of me at the Suns game. 
every time one of the Memphis Grizzlies would shoot, he'd go with his fingers and he'd wave them in the air. I'm like, oh, that's as, that's as useful as an exorcism. And then they'd hit. Voodoo. They'd hit and he goes, ah, and he'd tell his friend, it didn't work. <laughs> you expected it to work. You thought you thought you'd shoot magic beams from your fingertips into basketball players' bodies so they miss shots? That, that's a thing? Good luck, Dylan Bricks. Oh, you got him. That guy's he's going to go cry so hard. He's going to go home. John Morcant. Oh, no. You've got little funny bad names for all of them. <laughs> I saw in the press conference afterwards, John Morant's like, I'd have hit that shot, too, if that dude 20 rows up wasn't calling me John Morcant. I heard it. I heard it, and it hurt my feelings. <laughs> and then there's one guy. I could feel it. Like, every time I'd shoot, like, laser beams were shooting out of somebody's fingers, making me shoot funny. He did it a lot. Back. He's a grown man too. It would be different if it was a child. I'm like, that's adorable. They're dumb. Ch- children are dumb. They do dumb things like that. It was a grown man. Every shot Memphis took, he'd 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 do the the you know the dude from Star Wars, <laughs> the, the emperor, the emperor, <laughs> like lightning's firing on him. But it was like, all right, once or twice, I get the joke. But like the 14th, 15th time in the first quarter, it's like, is this going to go on all four quarters? Get him on the camera. Get it out of the way. Yeah, takes one time. And he looked like skinny Ralph Macchio. Like, yeah, do, do it one time. Try to get yeah, try to get on the jumbo of being the guy who's not, it's not working. You know what the most successful promotion in basketball is right now? And I gotta hand it to him. Chick-fil-A and whoever the marketing geniuses are uh, for the Suns put together a thing in the fourth quarter that if the opposing team misses two free throws in a row, everybody gets free chicken. Oh, that place went nuts. Oh. So when there's a foul and Memphis's guy goes to the line and he misses the first one, the place goes nuts. It is the <laughs> loudest that that arena has not been that loud since the NBA Finals. It is loud, screaming. And then when he misses, there's an audible, "Oh no, chicken!" Like nobody gets their chicken, and they're mad. So they just root for fouls and guys who can't shoot free throws. They they've given away chicken once, and it was like Mardi Gras. There were people. One man band showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> we getting chicken. We all get chicken. Like what has happened? It's a free sandwich. It is unbelievable how loud. it's like there hasn't been a sporting noise quite like that until that dude clanks his first free throw, and then he's sitting there dribbling. And they have to want, like, visiting teams have to wonder, what is going on? Because I don't think they know there's a free chicken giveaway if he dumps the second shot. <laughs> but yesterday, the place if you would like, ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Watch. Oh. It's a Sunday. <laughs> right. He couldn't get it. Oh. couldn't get it. Left. Well, you got to wait a day anyway. <laughs> you hit 11 three-pointers in a game, we all get a sandwich from Carl's Jr. That's great. But uh, maybe they've been giving away cheeseburgers like Chris. Suns hit 11 that's threes fun. every night. But it's so I haven't even ever used it. That's going to happen tomorrow. That Chick-fil-A thing I've, the crowd goes crazy. Crazy for that free ch- chicken. Nuts. Never seen anything like it. It just started a few weeks ago too and I'm like this this Chick-fil-A and then they now they're dragging the Chick-fil-A cow out there and he's standing <laughs> ah, they lose it. Are you getting in on it, too? Heck, yeah. You can't help it. The excitement's palpable, Brett. That cow's like Elvis walking through the building. Oh, well, in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, it's like, move, cow. You got nothing free for me. Get out of the way. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. 
The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, before we get to the Brady Report, a guy emailed and he's got a good point. Watching football all weekend. James says, I'm watching the games and I, wonder what, I, I just kept wondering, what am I going to do when this all ends? This is that feeling we all have starting now. We're in the Final Four. Next week is a game, and then there's no game. A weird flag Pro football. Bowl, the flag football Pro Bowl game, which is just like, stop it. Stop televising these things. And then the Super Bowl, and then football's over, and it's that 25 weeks of life the that taint. we're half a year that we're like, well, what do we do? Uh, he says, but I can't stand something, and I pointed out to a friend of mine, and we started getting angry about it. Fans who go to the games and wear another team's jersey who isn't even playing. Choose a side or wear a regular shirt. Stop looking like you just got off the wrong exit and ended up there against your will. <laughs> I have spoken. James, I agree. There was a guy last night at the uh, at the Suns game wearing a Lakers jersey. Like, what are you doing? I'm a Laker fan. Well, then be a Laker fan. But you're here watching Memphis and the Suns. You look like an idiot. There were some people dressed up in their football gear last night. There's Niner fans and Bengal fans hanging around. But I agree. You go to like a a Cubs game and they're playing the Reds and you're dressed up in Dodger gear. It's like, what are you trying to like make a statement or something? And we understand that there are Dodger fans that don't have to be represented here. This is not the place. Bro, I like all baseball. Then wear a shirt that has all the teams or something. That's what was chicks it, would do. Chicks would it, do that. This is a baseball jersey. You don't even know who's playing, do you? No. You was it that. at least like a Hall of Fame jersey? Mm-hmm. Like Bill Russell or something like LeBron that? James. Oh. So, yes, a Hall of Famer, but yeah. I get it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's the only thing that was clean, man. You know who I feel sorry for are the people who have – now, this is a tough one because, like, the Memphis Grizzlies aren't old enough to have that. But, you know, uh, people who bought the the jersey of the guy they thought was going to represent the franchise for a while, and they don't have, like, tons of money to go buy jerseys every time the team's good again. And so you got guys who have – you know the rookie pick, the first, yeah, like the, the, the thing, like first you know, round draft. They wear the jersey of a dude who's not on the team anymore, and he's thriving somewhere else. Like I always feel bad for people who have the. I guess LeBron would be different, but if you have like the Jay Crowder jerseys, I feel bad for that. I tell, I told my friends, Cobb, what, who a Cobb? Uh, oh, Randall Cobb. Yeah, That's no, an odd choice. No, the quarterback Kevin. for the Cardinals. Oh, see, I see, that was years ago. Yeah, yeah, but that's sad. Well, by look, because they flooded that, that <laughs> team store with them. If people are still wearing those, that's sad because you've had years to save up money for that. Like you shouldn't still have a Kevin Cobb. That's twelve years old. That's you should the, have a Josh Rosen before. Yeah, you like a it. Josh Rosen should be one that you're like, look at the mistake I just made. I get that. 
That should be a goodwill. Yeah, if right you're now. still toting your Cobb jersey around because you can't afford a jersey since then, life's been terrible for you for probably a dozen years. Yeah, if you're still, there's been seven number fours since Kevin Cobb's been gone. But, you know, unless they're legends to the, like I have Le'Veon Bell jerseys for my state. I'd never wear that, ever. He's gone. Way gone. Got no rings with him, got nothing important. He was good for a couple of years and then disappeared in some sort of, you don't wear that anymore. That was my, like me. I retired the Frank Thomas jersey when he was with the uh, A's yep. and the Blue Jays and stuff. And now that he's, you know, now he's a it's legendary okay White to wear Sox. it again. Yeah, yeah, he's legendary with yeah. the White Sox. But you're not going to wear your... Uh, Jake Peavy or something. Yeah, Jake yeah. Peavy or somebody somebody yeah. that was there for a little bit, gave you a little boost, nope. and then left. But I feel bad for the guys. I told my friend's wife, like, I'm getting an Aiden jersey. I'm like, da 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 I wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he's a, yeah, you know. Tick-tock, tick-tock. When he's a piston next year, you're going to look like a moron standing here in his jersey. Don't do that. Yeah, it's tough. So you gotta now you got to buy jerseys of the legendary yeah. guys that did something for you because these fly-by-nighters aren't happening. There was a couple last night of, you know, Suns, Suns players that have come and gone. Any Richard Dumas jerseys in there? No, and, du- uh, well, Dumas is almost a joke. It's like it's 30-year-old ha-ha. Oliver Miller. Yeah, Oliver Miller I would take, too. Those are fine. <laughs> That's gold. You can wear that. But, you know, they have to, yeah, those are okay. Because they never went on and did anything anywhere else that was memorable. We, If you have an Oliver Miller jersey, I admire you. Because now, <laughs> t- enough time's passed where it's almost like, oh, my God, you've got a big O jersey. That's... You recognized your mistake 30 years ago, and now you're bringing her back. That's nostalgia. That's vintage. But Dragon Bender jerseys are really tough to see for Suns fans. You're like, oh, you poor bastard. One of the Morris brothers. Terrible. Anyway, he's right. If you don't have enough, if you still wear a Kevin Cobb jersey to sporting things, (laughs) get a GoFundMe going and get another $130 and get a new jersey. You're going to make another poor choice, but just do it. I got a Hassan Reddick. Damn it! Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news. But only Brady knows. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters, and Hooters has everything you've ever wanted about hooting. Hold on, wrong page here. They never take it out. There it is. Uh, happy hour. That's what they're talking about. You can kick off the week with some great drink specials. $4 off select appetizers and uh, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. That's where that happens at Hooters. No Monday night games. Can you go in hot on a Monday at Hooters? Come in hot? The other, no, uh, that's... Uh, is that out? It is not in any of the copy this week <laughs> that, that Hooters is... Somebody who's listening? Is coming hot. <laughs> <laughs> not coming in hot. It wasn't it, coming in no. hot? No. Hooters is coming hot. Oh. Yikes. Or something like that. It was very close to that. It was gross. Either way, happy hours. That's what you got today. 3 to 6 o'clock, Hooters will do that. And you can look at the, the bartender and say, Brittany, tell uh, tell your bosses thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Pie Day. Ooh. That's 314. Yeah. This is the actual pie. There's no. different. There's a different 3.14 pie no. day. March 14. Now this pie. is the food pie. Which can be, That's what 314 became, is the food pie on pie day. Nobody's celebrating 3.14, the right number. You're taking pie away from <laughs> On pie day. How dare you say On March 14th, all the pie shops have giant sales because it's pie day. Well, Pizza Hut is making the, they're oh, in the Guinness God. World Record for the largest pie. It's called the F*** You Africa Pie. Oh, it's... <laughs> 
16,000 pounds or something. Ridiculous. It's a, it's an insane... It's, it takes um, up a helicopter pad. Yeah. And they... It took them 48 hours from start to finish. It's 13,653 pounds of dough, 5,000 pounds of sauce... 8,800 pounds of cheese and more than 630,000 slices of pepperoni. That's what we need. Yep. The equivalent of 68,000 slices. It's 14,000 square feet. Yeah. Pizza Hut. Nobody can out Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut. And no, nobody can out Pizza the Hut. And they've proven it with this giant yeah. monstrosity. And so then St. Vincent de Paul stands with her shoulders in the air going, hey, guys, what are you doing? So That's they, where it went, John. Not to yeah. St. Vincent de Paul, but it went to um, a bunch of charities. Uh <laughs> They just delivered in L.A. tons of 16,000-pound pizza to people. What they had was they had like a Brady warehouse full of expiring sauce. They said, yep. you know, we need to make a pizza <laughs> out of it. you got to get rid of this stuff. That's what you should have done, Do Brady. something sweet Throw and donate it to charity. How about you're record the homeless setting, guy? Record-setting ribs. You're down there on Skid Row, hanging around in, uh, in uh, L.A., and they come by. Here's your pizza. Oh, pepperoni. Mm, garbage. Who put pineapple on pizza? I'm lactose intolerant, yeah, exactly. by the way. Yeah. No homeless person's <laughs> ever said that. You ever try to give them a block of cheese? I can't eat that. It makes my tummy rumble. Oh, okay. I'm gluten. I'm intolerant of gluten. You'll eat it. I've got the celiacs. <laughs> You're begging for but I've never seen somebody on the side of the road. Would love some food. Very hungry. Gluten-free, uh, please. Intolerant of gluten. Also lactose intolerant. That's the old joke that uh, we, we're kind of spoiled here in the United States to pretend like we've got these um, I'm lactose intolerance. It's like, well, yeah, it just means your stomach doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a disease. You just don't do well digesting milk. You drop all that stuff over there in Africa. Not one of them's going to go. We cannot eat this. We are lactose intolerant. <laughs> they will take the food and enjoy every ounce of their diarrhea right afterwards. It was a nice, nice day. You give me cramps in my stomach. I will never eat that food drop from the plane again. Then guess what? You're not going to eat again. What? This rice, it does not agree with bloat. I get bloat. <laughs> Are you bloated there? Huh. Sorry about that. What do you want? I need a nice pomegranate salad. Nope, not getting it. <laughs> couple of basis fun facts. In Delaware, the state of Delaware, a, man, a marriage can be annulled if one or both people did it as part of a game of truth or dare. <laughs> But their legal code, it's referred to as jest or dare. Oh. So if you want to get out of your 15-year marriage, <laughs> move so to Delaware real quick. I'm pretty sure I got dared into this. <laughs> the most used seven-letter word in, the, in English is between. The most used eight-letter word is children. Nine-letter word is me. different. <laughs> I'm not using that word. Most, uh, well, ten-letter is government. Then four-letter would be hate, because if I say children, usually the word hate's involved, too. So that's equal to the children usage. We might have done this one before, but just go over it again. It's good. Cannibalism in, is illegal in Idaho. Finally. It has a maximum sentence of 14 years, unless you had to eat someone under extreme life-threatening conditions. Maximum sentence for eating a human being is 14 years? But yes, you, sir. You couldn't have killed him. You had to had to be like yeah, roadkill. Because well, that's murder, right? So yeah. you found a dead body and started eating it. You can get fourteen years for that. Yep, <laughs> that seems light. It's almost <laughs> worth it. <laughs> what? Dude, oh. I want to. I want to know what we taste like. I'm not going to lie. You've said that for years. Yeah, I bet we're delicious. All we eat is sugar and salt. 
Our meat has to be, it's fatty, but I bet you it's, I bet you we grill up real nice. <laughs> Brady, are you kidding me? A couple of those flanks with all the bacon and sweetness he's been feeding that body. His meat's going to taste like Lizzo. sweet tarts. Oh, Lizzo would be a, I could munch and snack on that for months. <laughs> and plus it would feed like a family of 40. <laughs> Bigger than that pizza Brady was talking about. There's a survey that asked Americans about American landmarks. And the question they asked was, what is your least favorite U.S. landmark? And um, what is your favorite? But uh, the one that got the most hate was the Hollywood sign. Okay. Um, On the flip side, when people are asked about their favorite landmark, Arlington National Cemetery was number one. That's playing the, that's a nice answer. I think my favorite landmarks Mount Rushmore, and I've never been. Other popular Mount Rushmore. That's Statue Neat. of Liberty's got to be one. Statue of Liberty's a good National one. National Mall in D.C., Pearl Harbor National Memorial, and the Statue of Liberty. This huh. is a little follow-up story to that guy that went into the Taco Bell in Colorado, all upset, and then he said they made the burrito with rat poisoning. Oh, yeah. Well, the, after the investigation, they're now... Saying there was no rat poisoning at the Taco Bell. He did this it. This guy. So we were worried. That the Taco Bell people said he did it to himself. They haven't confirmed that because he will no longer answer his phone anymore. Right. Busted. He's just hoping it goes away. Yeah. Got a 45-year-old woman in Louisiana named Timetrika Cones. She was a temporary cafeteria worker at a high school when she was accused of selling homemade baked goods laced with marijuana. One of the kids, uh, you know, it was a side hustle going on there. She sold at least one student. It sounds like they knew what they were getting. She was caught when another found out and notified the authorities through Crime Stoppers app. (laughs) Time Trika was arrested last week facing charges. I bet you it's Tometrica. Yeah. <laughs> She's not calling herself Time Tricker. Time Tricker. Yeah, Cracker calls it Time Tricker. I'm it guessing is it's got to be Tometrica. I, I haven't seen it. I'm looking for it on the paper now. It's Tometrica. <laughs> Can we get a black to call us, please? Yeah, would a black call go, hey, Cracker. <laughs> Just call him Ms. Cones. <laughs> Time Trika. It's the opposite of that uh, character, Michael Keegan. I'm so Keegan, sorry, Tometrica. <laughs> yeah. Or Keegan Michael Key. Or the whatever. coach. Yeah. Yeah, the coach is like, Be Lou, Be Lou. My name's Blue. Don't you argue with me, boy. Brady is the white the white teacher. At, you know, he's basically uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Time Trika. Time Trika. Let me take attendance. Please, could we get Brady into the some school in South Phoenix to, to uh, call roll one morning? <laughs> Time, Trika. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope this is Shafid. <laughs> Time, Trika. <laughs> Time, Metrica. I mean, it's a silly name either way, but she's 45 and she got through life with nobody saying Time, Trika until today. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I don't speak jive. No, I'm out. No, do it, do it. <laughs> I'm Trika.
<laughs> now oh. it's time for some. We're replacing the MILF contest with Can Brady Say It? And we're going to bring in 14 black ladies with crazy names oh. and have them just have it on their name tag. Hello, my name is. I'm in. Time Trika. Timetrica. Next. <laughs> no, it's not. She, 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 own, she, rayon. Sharon. Damn it. Next. Oh, can we do that? That would be yes. great. Brady's names. <laughs> the name game. We can do it. We do it this morning. Siuntula. <laughs> you don't want to know my name. Siuntula. Oh, Count Chocula. <laughs> Yeah, I, I gotta have you be more urban, <laughs> little lily white bubble boy. I'm trying, man. You can call me Kenny. Brady heard that a lot in the urban. You just call me Kenny. <laughs> I can't say your name, Dequir. Dequir. Just call me Kenny. <laughs> All right, Kenny's my man. Well, you said Columbus. He wasn't anywhere near that. Well, at the help at the country club. Oh, right. What was the help's name again? The country club. You had uh, the guy outside that... Leroy. Leroy. Of course it was. That's not his name. It wasn't his name. That's what everybody called him. Ask Leroy over there. <laughs> whole bunch of Bretts. Hey, Leroy. Crack ass crackle. What do you want, little lady? I'm a boy, Leroy. Anyway. And then we had pretty um, simple ones. The ones that came and uh, lived with us for months. Olive. It's probably... Samat was probably... Olivia. Olivia. <laughs> Olivia. Uh-huh. Olivia. Time Trika never showed up, though. Time Trika. <laughs> <laughs> and he stared at it for a second. This is the best thing ever. Oh, I stared at it twice this morning. <laughs> like, mm, this is all I can do T-Y-M-E, with it. T-Y-M-E, that's time. No, it's not. T-R-I-C-H-Y-M-E. T-H-Y-M-E is time. T-I-M-E is time. What's T-Y-M? Timey. I think we said it. Timey? No. Timetrica. Yeah. If you spelled Tide T-Y-M-E, you spelled it wrong. Look how they spell names sometimes. Hmm. Oh, now it's their fault. Ryan. No. <laughs> I said Ryan. Look at that. R-Y-A-N. Those people. No, it's not those people. <laughs> Look how they spell names. Listen to yeah. you. Yeah. Take their own f- uh, freedom. <laughs> Take people. their own freedom. Oh, it's uh, yeah, don't say a lot. flag now. There we go. I could show you a list don't of names at Gilbert Christie School. You got that little military. You're not showing me any names. Time, 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 time. No, time but throwing Y's in instead of I or sure. you know that's cute. White people calling you know Brandon with an H in it. They're just trying to make their kid individual. Right. We're not talking. That's about what I meant. Time trooper. <laughs> that's what you meant by those people. Yeah, everyone's in that category. <laughs> then it would just be people. Uh, you would need the word those. The people. Time Trika. The funny things they do with those names. The human. <laughs> I've got some wild, wild world. It's all right, Brady. You don't have to be dancing around like that. Black people know they name their kids crazy stuff, and it's just to get under our skin. You know it, and they know it. You hear Brady called Timetrica? <laughs> Crackers out like a moron. Sorry about that, Time Trika. I thought it was a little more romantic, Time Trika. Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're nuts. Hello, my friends. This is your Wild Wild World. <laughs>
Uh, we got a polar bear, polar bear that went through a village in Alaska, Wales, and uh, it ended up killing a woman and her one-year-old child. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Brutal. The, then they shot it. I thought we did. were running short on polar bears. Were we shooting them just because they, they get are, mad at but us? Once you got the, the taste of people. Yeah. Well, I know we taste good. We must because they kill everything that eats us. So you never say that. Once a bear gets a taste of a squirrel, they can't stop. We got to kill. We don't kill them for that. You take a bite of a person, like they got a taste of us. Even a bobcat or something won't eat a whole human body, but if they bite us, we kill it. So we're worried that the, the, the word will get out that we are delightful. But polar bears, they're, they're, I know they're not endangered, but we're not, we're not doing well in that department. And all I see is environmental videos are like, we've got to save these things. They're, because they're saying of the, the you know, global warming yeah, they're coming melts down. the ice. Um, but this particular village, um, they're still allowed to hunt the polar bear. The, okay, you live the where polar bears live, population. you run the risk of one getting you. Right? Yeah, they like yeah. everyone occasionally have one that goes through the village. Yeah. I'd kill it if it started to try to kill me. But I'm not going to go hunt it after it got some lady and a kid and it's like, "All right. That's what polar bears do and we live amongst them, so this is kind of our fault." I don't live in a den of snakes and they get mad when they bite. I was looking for the stat of polar bear attacks. It's low. um they've been monitoring it for a long time. Like since the late 1800s to now, there's been not that many, like no. a total of 170 attacks or something like that. They're the poster child for us uh, selling our SUVs. They always show those polar bears floating around on that little, what Rudolph and Hermie floated off on that little chunk of iceberg that's all that's left. He has to swim for his food now. You know what I'm betting? The polar bear is going to figure that out. And they have because they've stopped floating around and they moved south a little bit. Now they're eating people. <laughs> there's meat. This uh, yoga instructor decided to do a little outdoor, have an outdoor yoga class. This is in Miami, Florida. And he's out in kind of a jungle area, tropical area of Miami. And 47 minutes into the routine, he he was doing his uh, corpse pose. And thud hits his head. All of a sudden, he thought it was a coconut. But it ended up being a uh, 20-pound iguana because the iguana population has increased in it just Miami fell out of and a tree. Florida, yeah, it fell out of a tree, but it really gave him a couple of uh, black eyes and a wow. fat lip. He's landed right stitches. on his face. Yeah, well, you look at the, they get the spines on their. Well, sure, I don't want anything. Part of it. I don't care if it's got spines or not. Twenty pounds. It was, it was eating good in face. the neighborhood. <laughs> right, it's an Applebee's iguana. Is <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend Tom Trigger and I? We heading over to Applebee's. <laughs> it's a two for twenty. You're an iguana. I'm an iguana. I don't say anything right. Two people were killed in uh, India. They're at the Hindu festival, Sankranti. Uh, India, cockfighting's a big deal. Good or bad? Good. They like it. Okay. But this 43-year-old guy was a handler, and he was putting the talons on the rooster. Say it. And uh, the blades of the uh, rooster cut him in the legs and the arms, and he bled out. You're dying to say it. Do it. Got it. Just, Just get it out. The second death was a 20-year-old man who was in the audience watching, and the rooster jumped out of the oh, circle, sliced him and up, got him. Yeah, say it. What was the first guy's job again, Brady? God. The handler? God. The cock Stuart. handler? That's right, Brady. It was just beating your life. Aren't you proud, Kirby? 
Daddy, don't scoop so low. You got to know what you're doing when you're handling that. That's right. You never want to wing it. Here we go. Here we go. Now you wound him up. Here comes the last one. Ready? You got it. Go ahead. Cockfighting is a foul sport. That's exactly what I expected. (laughs) It's Monday. You're alive. That's your wild, wild world. I'm talking to a child. Time Trika. Live with me forever. <laughs> I, I wish someone named Timetrica was listening, but the odds of that are so low. <laughs> Timetrica, and that usually means that she had her her dad's name was Tyrone, and then there no. was probably a well, <laughs> no next shock. But then met uh, like something with met, Meta, or or somebody was a mathematician, a metric, and then there was like a. Marla in there. Like it's named after like six different people. That's how you get to Timetrica ever. I'm not touching that one. I, there has to be. Like I want to know the six people she's named after they just word jumbled the name out of. Timetrica is fantastic. Timetrica is better. Her mom her mom's name is Trika. Could be. Or she turned tricks. Who knows? But Timetrica is an amalgamation of nine people in the family. Jammed into one person and the honor was all yours when it turned into Time Trika, which I love. <laughs> so this guy in um, Japan rigged up a system that allowed his pet fish to play video games, and it backfired on him. The fish committed credit card fraud. He wanted to see if his fish could beat a game called Pokemon Sapphire using motion tracking software. He put a grid behind the fishbowl with dots that correspond to different buttons. If they stopped or turned around in front of one, it told um, it told the game they hit that button. The fish eventually beat the game in 32 hours of play wow. compared to uh, 30 hours for an average gamer. So I recently tried it with another Pokemon game called the Pokemon Scarlet. But it didn't go as well. Around the 1,100-hour mark, the game froze while it wasn't watching. But the computer running game stayed on, and the fish was still pressing buttons. Hmm. Eventually managed to open Nintendo's e-store and transferred money from his credit card. <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> to the Nintendo account. Why did he have a credit card? It's a fish. It was only 4 bucks, but it's still... Tied uh, to the account. Oh. Consider the credit card fraud uh, if a human hadn't done it. They also used some of his reward points and bought a new avatar. Oh. Was it a fish? (laughs) No. um, Was it a fish with legs? 64 emulator. He's a dreamer. Changed his username to a bunch of uh, gibberish. Rowana, wah, 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 something like that. Time Trika. (laughs) Time Trika is the username of the the fish. That's right. Fish changed his identity. (laughs) Time Trika. They asked a question. What Gen Zers want to be when they grow up? Instagram influencer, a model, guidance counselor. Famous. Not even on the list. Famous isn't on the list? No. Business person was number one, it's doctor just... number two, engineer, artist. Yeah, but they don't want to do any of the work. These morons them. walking around out there, I don't I've know. Any of that. Yeah, they just want it handed to them, though. Coder, they want to... IT tech, financial, or banker. There must have been a checklist because left to their own devices, none of them are writing that down. Like a few, but not, like it's not going to be the number one answer. Number it probably said, 
besides famous or an influencer, yeah. these yeah. are your job options. Pick one. And then they're like, this is what they want. They, they want to be engineers, my ass. You got to work for that. And doctors? Oh. <laughs> Nightmare. Bro. Bro. I don't know what that thing is on your side. But got like a bubble in your it. head. Yeah. I think it's a tumor. I think it's, it's a <laughs> pronounced tumor, and I'm not, I have no faith in you. Sorry, Time Trika. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> uh, this kid, Teddy Hobbs, is now four years old, but um, when he was three, he became the UK's youngest person accepted in Mensa. He's aged out now? He's no longer in? Well, that's when he got in, but they were... So he's the youngest one in... And now that he's four, he's in it amongst other four-year-olds in Mensa? I guess so. Way to go, old chum, way to go. Welcome aboard. Now you're with us four-year-olds. Got in real early. What's a three-year-old When he was 26 months old, he was able to read a book fluently to his parents, Beth and Will. The youngster pressed on learning how to count up to 100 in Mandarin. He can now count to 100 in six different languages. And he's three? He just turned four. Man. There's a picture of Teddy Hobbs. He's going somewhere. He's got Harry Potter's glasses on. Oh, his parents are pushing him. Look at the pictures on the wall. Well, there was a lot of downtime during the lockdown period. So the last He was one. Years. He was two. Well, that makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess that is true. You give him a book at two. But they've got, you know... Uh, Telling little things on his wall instead of like ducks or geese or anything as, as wall art. They've got a stethoscope, an eye chart, a little shelf that has a doctor's diploma. Like this kid's being pushed. I Look predicted. What, I predicted spelling words. Drug addiction. Time Trika is the second one down. <laughs> Astronaut. <clears throat> Disappeared astronauts. That's what he's written because he's going to kill astronauts someday. That's what he's trying to tell us now. This kid's going to kill his parents. He's, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing about him that's normal. Little genius. Got a couple of radio videos. First, I, I got that baseball game I set next to that kid <clears throat> named Houston, and he had just turned three. The best conversation I've had at a baseball game in a long time. He pats me on the knee. So, what do you do? Well, you know what radio is? Of course I know what radio is. Do I look like an idiot? Like, I'm sorry, Houston. I don't know. So I'm chatting with this kid, and I looked up at the big screen. And I uh, forget who the player was, but he was from Houston, Texas. said, birthplace Houston, Texas. And I pointed. I'm like, look at that, Houston. Your name's up on the big board. And he tapped me on the knee again. He goes, John, I have to remind you I'm three and I can't read yet. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I turned to his dad. I'm like, this is the smartest kid I've ever met. And he goes, he teaches Sunday school. Huh? Like, yeah, he gets it. Like, he gets up on Sundays and gives speeches at the at church. What was it with you and these smart kids? Because that Lorenzo kid up oh, at the... Oh, that yeah. was awesome. That kid was incredible at Potomo. Yeah. Lorenzo was amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Smart kids find me. Because I think they feel like, you know, he's probably got like a ninth grade education. <laughs> and look at me and think, hey, that idiot over there that's picking his food, he's probably. First one is a little fight that happened at the club championships in golf. This was at a local country club. Okay. This is how heated it gets sometimes. Get you fired up for the WM Open. Oh, oh he's got to sound it up. What are you doing? Toledo keeps forgetting to plug everything in. They're at a country club. They're watching golf at a no, golf No, I think they just this finished up. Turning in their cards. No, they're turning it. Oh, so this is actually. You cheat. 
Oh, here we go. Hey, look, it's boxing. Brother, brother, key. I'll call you to your face. You're a thief. Yeah. 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 Because you're a Ooh, a headbutt. He leads with a headbutt. Oh, oh the uppercuts are flying. Don't ever call that guy a cheat. Who leads with a headbutt? What a Jason Statham move that was. And a left. Oh, the, the, the put him through a window with a headbutt and then followed with a right. Oh, my God. That guy doesn't cheat, and if he does, he's allowed. Wow. Wow. You and he reg- shouldn't have. You regret that. Let's hear that again. You're a cheat. You're a thief, man. You're a cheat. I let his box in. Brother, I don't care. I'll call you to your face. Are you stopping? You're a thief. Because you're a thief. Oh, that headbutt is, is well-trained. Oh, and then that final left. Oh, that was a... Put your gun away? That is a 15-yard penalty for leading with a crown of your head. Oh, he ends that old man. Nobody did a thing. They all knew no. headbutton guy was time no one. Yeah, time to go. Don't stop it. A small lady broke it up. Everyone else stood and went, yep, that's what happens when you call Mr. Mockery a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Next one's a pretty hard dunk. I don't know... Uh... I think it's high school basketball. Oh, the glass comes down. <laughs> and, and everybody runs, runs away. Is he dead? No, that was him getting up and running away. Hang on the rim. You know where this will never happen? The WNBA. I hope his mom type tricky don't have to pay for that backboard. <laughs> this season is canceled until they can get a new board up. That was a nice dunk. He's probably in ninth grade, and it's already more fun to watch than one WNBA game in 25 years of history. Go through the archives of WNBA games and find me a play better than that. Go ahead. I'm I'll waiting. <laughs> you won't. What are they, 15 in that video? Much more talented. Uh, you got anything, Bert? Uh, yeah, I got two. Bert right. nothing, nothing crazy. <laughs> Bert would be solid. <laughs> <laughs> now this one this one uh you're probably gonna see it at, like at the bird's nest or something like that one of these influencers up there yeah. model chicks she's filming herself yeah in a crowd and she's on a, she on she's got, so she got a confetti gun oh she's aiming it the wrong oh, way one. Oh yeah she got it right in her face that's the point blank oh it's suicide <laughs> by confetti she's pointing it the wrong way she had the t-shirt gun facing herself and uh, love it how, how the crew doesn't even just let yeah, her go. Of course. She's not that hot. Don't worry about it. She'll go away. And I don't know what this guy's doing. I don't know if he was uh, stealing something or what, but he's uh, trying to hightail it out of that gas station pretty quick. Okay. Whoa. Oh, you know where this guy is running, going? running across a runner. Oh, wow. wow. That was a ricochet. He's running across the freeway. No, that was pieces of him, Brady. Yeah, that's pieces of him. That's chunks of him. That's pieces of him. And he's running towards the freeway. Oh, yeah, that's chunks God. of him all over. That's not a ricochet. That's a man exploding. That sound. Thank you, Rico, for that one. <laughs> like a watermelon. He blew up. Left, look right, look left again. Wow. <laughs> Oh, Never like his left leg is it was like Frogger's graphic. <laughs> his left leg flew so far. It might be in the next video. Wow! Thanks, Brett. <laughs> Thanks to Rico for sending that in. It sounded like a wet towel hitting yeah. something too. Well, shoot, that was interesting. 
Uh, there you go, everybody. That's your Brady Report. A little bit nauseating there at the end of it. Whew. Brought to you by Time Trika, the newest bartender at Hooters. It's 98. Start my new company. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right, it's time now for the most moral man in all of Phoenix. We now call him Ice Cream Cat because some guy just sent me a thing on Instagram uh, of Ice Cream Cat. And if you've ever wondered what I see when Brady says something, it's Ice Cream Cat. It is you in cat form. It's hilarious. Well, people have their quirks. Meow, meow. (laughs) He's this Brady-shaped cat with Brady's facial features. Uh, Thank you for sending me Ice Cream Cat. So Brady is uh, sweet and tender and caring. Even forgiving of Nancy Pelosi having an exorcism in her house is a reasonable answer. People have their quirks, he said. <laughs> I sort of want to live in your world because you just don't have that natural human hatred for stupidity like I do. We're all ragamuffins. <laughs> no, we're not all ragamuffins. Some of us are more ragamuffin than us. Quit making everybody so even. You see the differences. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not we're all ragamuffins. Some people aren't ragamuffins. Some people are amazing. And some people stink. Those are the ones with the biggest ragamuffins. I don't know what a ragamuffin is. Uh, just a, everyone has their <laughs> everyone has issues. False. Yes, but that doesn't mean we're all even up. There's a there are plenty of people who suck. Some ragamuffins are amazing. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> right, Everybody's a muffin. This is ice cream cat. He's making my point for me. You don't say people suck. I do. I know plenty of them who do. I know plenty of great ones. I know a bunch of middling ones, and I know a bunch of sucks. And everybody can fall into that category for someone else. Someone can think, I'm magnificent or I must suck. It doesn't matter. We're all graded. Brady sees us all as ragamuffins. <laughs> That's even adorable. <laughs> That's something Ice Cream Cat would have said. This is why you're uh, the one people lean on for what would Brady do, as wrong as you often are. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at uh, Mo Money Pawn and MMP Guns. Brett just built a cool AR-15 over there at MMP Guns last week, yeah. and you were showing it off on a text thread. Yeah, everybody went bananas on that thing, and you built it in a day. Yeah, they're doing classes over there. Yeah. They supply everything, so yeah, you got to get over there. MMP Guns has it, and if you're looking to be uh, in that mix, it's really cool and it's intricate. Absolutely, like, it's really. Yeah. Like, did you learn? Like, oh, I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah, I mean, you're built like literally. You, they show up with a box of parts. And, and just dump it start, in front of you. Yep, and here you go. And, you know, they they give you the sure. full instruction. And now you can see your gunsmith. Yeah. It's more I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get a certificate for building like a bunch of these, or does it go towards a credit towards 
Not no, not smithery. No, no, nothing, nothing like that. But oh, okay. basically, I mean, it, you're gonna you're gonna build your own firearm for the same price you would like normally do. But you actually have right. the experience and know how to take it apart, clean it, and that's fantastic. You know, any kind of malfunctions, you can handle it. Very cool. It's great. Well, they'll teach you that. And if you're uh, interested in one of those deals, that's pretty cool. And plus, it cheapens up the gun in a big way. Yeah, yeah. You get that Absolutely. gun for like a third. Yep. Pretty amazing. Uh, Mo Money Pond, they got it all. MMP Guns right there. MoMoneyPond.com is where you go. Brady, are you ready? Ready. I got these off of my uh, emails. I can't I can't figure out how to get these. I used to be able to move them off when I look at them on my phone back over to the thing. I can't do it anymore. So now i got to read this tiny stuff. But thank God I have 2020 vision now. I, you know good what point. I've discovered with point, my John. You know, here's the thing. This is a commercial and it's also a truth. Since I got my eyes done at the Schwartz Laser Eye Center... I can now read other people's texts on their phones when they whip out their phones. And I don't try to. I can, though. I look can't down, help what, it, What no. it used to be, I couldn't read my own, and the font was massive. Now I can look down at the person next. I didn't realize it until just a couple of days ago. I looked down at the person next to me, and like, I, can read their, I can read every word of what they're writing. <laughs> and I'm like, this is dangerous. It's like I have an x-ray vision all of a sudden. People st- the lady in front of me last night at the game, I think she was texting her boo. She had a wedding ring on, but I'm pretty sure she was texting a boo, Brady. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was great. I can't tonight was the first thing I saw. And I'm like, oh, at the Suns game, having a great time with S.O.'s mother-in-law. And the only thing I could figure S.O. to be was significant other. Oh, there wasn't a B there? There was a son of a bitch or something? <laughs> son of a bitch mother-in-law. <laughs> that could be too. But she said, can't tonight, at the Suns game tonight, with S.O.'s Mother-in-law, which means significant mother's mother-in-law, which would be her mother if they were married now that I think about it. So maybe S.O. isn't significant other. But I read it. Could have been an Asian, Asian friend, So, Oh, could be. There's Ragamuffin the cat. That's a cat breed. It is. We're all so those. perfect for breed. <laughs> it's perfect for ice cream cat to compare us all to Ragamuffins. Uh, it's also a person, typically a child in ragged, dirty clothes. Yeah. Similar to gutter snipe. Yeah, gutter snipe is what you called everybody. Brady. We're all Ragamuffins. Gutter snipes. You're a grown man, by the way. Don't say Ragamuffin anymore. <laughs> Something grandmother says. Uh, Dear Brady, I am not attractive. No, this is not from me. I get vagina through my personality. This is just a fact. (laughs) Never have I gotten vagina through my looks or body type. My latest target keeps telling me how she's never been with a guy as hot as me. Uh It's a turnoff. I know she's lying. (laughs) I like the idea of being sexy to someone, but when she's making it so weird with, oh, your chest, oh, your face, it's just lies. And she's hot, but not so hot that I would lie to her about being the hottest girl I've ever been with or whatever. It's just not authentic. As an ugly person, what would you do with someone who kept telling you how hot you were? I mean, if she'll lie about that, what else isn't she saying? What a kick in the nuts, though. Don't, don't care. Yeah, just take. I'm the hottest guy she's ever yeah. been with. I'll go with it. I suppose. It does, I mean, that's. I, I also take that. That's. I, I think how she operates that whoever she's that's with her game yeah yeah that's the way she talks and that's maybe at that time you morph into something very attractive to her so she just falls out of her mouth fine i do hate hearing things that placate me i don't like being patronized well and it can so be it could come way. across that way like oh all right enough of that because women hate it actually what he's being is a is a kind of a bitch because women yeah. are like is it just all about my looks or do you care about my about who i am yeah What's your name again? 
<laughs> right. I, I love you. <laughs> Can I see your driver's license real quick? <laughs> when he, you know, his whole game is to over, I mean, he's selling his personality over everything else. And he's good at it. Well, he's got a good personality. He's self-aware enough to recognize he's not good looking. I mean, Larry's here. You're here. I'm here. Toledo's here. Brett's here. We all know we're winning with personality. <laughs> Damn right. None of us are going out there getting modeling contracts. Not a lot of ladies are stopping what they're doing when we walk in. But there's that one that obviously is hitting with this guy that's... yeah. And he says she's wrong, and it's bothering him. <laughs> I would be taken back by somebody who thought I was hot. Something's wrong with her. Yeah. If that's what she saw first, I don't even care if you're funny or fun. You're so hot. I'm like, ew. <laughs> this chick's nuts. <laughs> Take her to Dr. Schwartz yeah. right away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let her read text. Like, Please, stop saying I'm this hot. It's weird. I wouldn't take it as authentic. Now, I'd bury it for a while. Feel like an Adonis until I got tired of it, and that sounds where it, yeah, where he sounds is. like he's. It's a little too it's too much, too much. Yeah, she's and it's not it. going to improve because that's not yeah. going to change. Yeah. Or you could just tell her, "Look, stop saying I'm so hot. I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm not, and it makes me feel like you're kind of making it up." Or I just think you're so sexy. It just makes me think something's wrong with you. <laughs> but again, it's like what a woman would do if you kept commenting on her looks. She'd be like, "Is that all you?" See, like they get weird about everything that's nice. Eventually, everything nice turns into, what about my personality? Oh, that's great, too. But Yeah, what about it? When I'm squeezing, cans. Yeah, when I'm squeezing your cans <laughs> together, I'm not thinking, you're fun to be with. Like That's not what I'm looking at. Like right now, I'm very visual. You're so that. smart. Yeah. You're, so you're, smart. you're the you, smartest person I've ever been with. Huge IQ <laughs> to match these huge cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, nobody says that kind of stuff. Nobody starts complimenting your personality when you're erect. Your personality very rarely gets me hard. It's usually something you're doing with your cans. Or shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. You're so smart. Remember that joke you told at dinner? Oh, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. So he's kind of being like a woman. Little. little It's all about my looks. I need you to recognize who I am. Just take it. Until you can't take it anymore. Just take it. Just good advice. This is it. Dear Brady, do you think a parrot is a good gift for a 12-year-old boy? Aaliyah. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I don't think anything's a good gift if it's alive for a 12-year-old. You're going to take care of it. You're going to, you know, that kid is going to have minimum interaction with that. And the kid is two years away from being a teenager that's going to teach him all kinds oh, of Oh, that's right. Words. I forgot Toledo's got experience with this. Because yeah. you bring what, your what teenage kind? friends what over and teach parrot? it the end African gray parrot was my... Yeah, that's what you have to do. <laughs> smart. You don't know about that? No. Yeah, Toledo was going through his divorce and he started dating some lady with a kid. And that kid started to live with Toledo and the two lady kids. didn't. Two kids. What? Yeah, yeah he, her kids he, stayed he, with what me. What the hell's wrong with yeah. that? Yeah, what? It's a father. It's a problem from his childhood that he, abandonment's bad. So he took the girl oh. he's dating, and you weren't even dating her anymore. And those kids still no, live there because he was the hottest guy she's ever dated. <laughs> That's true. That's probably true. I saw her anyway. I'm just kidding. So the ex-wife <laughs> bought an African gray parrot because she'd always wanted one. Right? Parrot didn't like her, so all of a sudden it became my parrot during the divorce. So it was a great parrot. Kids move in and they start her friends. Strange come kids. Over. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Friends come over and I start noticing Nico saying some selective words. That sound a lot like Nico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And he started to say York, the N word a lot. New York Knickerbockers. Yeah. He's <laughs> terrible words. Because these strangers who didn't care that Toledo's 
Who were you to them? Yep. Not even a stepdad, just some <laughs> yep. dude who's like currently housing them. And they taught poor Toledo's beautiful gray parrot terrible slurs. Alex was four at the time, too, by the way. <laughs> what, did, what did Nico say? Yeah. Mm. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> so a Klansman took the parrot from Toledo. And his, <laughs> a very happy parrot. Somewhere out in AJ. Bad oh, well gift. Done, there so you basically, go. what right you're in. saying is terrible gift. Get terrible it Terrible idea. Right, right. Yeah. Puppy. Yeah, and yeah. plus, parrots live for years and years oh, and up years. to seventy years. Yeah. A long time. Be so very, yeah. Be Grand very Wizard is living in uh, AJ. <laughs> right, Grand <laughs> Wizard Bird. He's basically. It's the Jews. Oh, that's <laughs> a, the Alex Jones Bird. Floyd, Floyd. Oh, he's on a thing again. <laughs> Gay frogs. All your kids are homos. The parrot's right. <laughs> said no one ever. The parrot is correct. So Toledo's experience, no, you say the same. Yeah. I think that's across the board, yeah. Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. The kid might want a parrot, but he's 12. They changed their start mind. Start with a parakeet. Yeah, everything. Don't even start with a bird. Nah, a parakeet costs you 10 bucks and kid will learn. If it doesn't like dogs or cats, it's not ready for house pets. That's the thing. That's the starter kit. Even with dogs and cats. Fish. Starter like, kits used to be yeah. hamsters and, and Hamsters parakeets. and fish. And parakeets are, that's a risky one to me. $10 bird. Oh, but that's not the point. It's still a living go. thing. And you boys can put it right again. in the, dump, yeah. in the uh, trash you can. You can throw it in the dumpster like a dog. Right next to the dog. Uh, I took a beating for that because we didn't tell the whole story over the weekend. What was the whole story? The whole when you story, threw your dog away. They thought that I killed her in the backyard. No, you didn't no. kill her. Nobody <laughs> said that. Did they not Nico, know that story? Nico made her, or Nico. Nico. <laughs> Kona made her own deathbed underneath our right. master bedroom window. She, she dug just, a little hole. We went out. It was our poker tournament. Down, That's right. Down at Ak Chin. The, said you came home and she was gone. And she laid down underneath our bed and And, and died. you found her and then yeah. threw her in the recycling bin. Two days later. <laughs> 48 hours of rot and that was enough. Keep her on ice? Did you Google how to get rid of the smell and baking soda? Did you go Brian Walsh on that one? (laughs) I can't handle the smell anymore. This dog is no longer a favorite. She was swelling and fat. Yuck, she's going to explode. She's gained weight. What did we do, bury it? Why did you just leave it out? That's like keeping the trash out there too long. It's still out there. I thought someone would eat it by now. (laughs) I loved you. There was all kinds of kids. Back when you didn't smell like this. Jesus. Like a poodle getting a permanent Sticker sewer. Figure the groomer. <laughs> Go put a pin in it. <laughs> oh, oh, gases. Oh. But then Toledo threw it away. What did you take a beating for? Because they thought they the whole story. Oh, I thought you meant at home. I thought you meant like oh, the no, family. No, on email. Oh, gotcha. There was a couple emails that I saw, too. I'm like, yeah. oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of. And then that, that per- yes, I deserve that. I threw my dog away. <laughs> oh, no, I, t- I take that, but not because of why they think. I buried a friend's dog in their backyard because they couldn't do it. I drove all the way across the city and dug a hole in the backyard and buried a little frozen dog while they were out of town. It died at the vet. She had, a, she had to go out of town. They she put it on it. ice at the vet? And then I went to go pick up this. It was like a butterball. It's all wrapped in cheesecloth or something in this dog-shaped frozen block. And I took it back, and I gently laid him in the ground. And I dug a hole in her backyard. While did people... you ice block with it? Or we... oh, yeah, I went a little. I did some bowling. Nice. Okay. I know. I'm not Toledo. I have respect for the corpse. <laughs> and I dug a hole respect and I buried her dog. dog and I made a little site. And little did I know if I was Toledo, I could have just tossed it in her dumpster and waited for her to come home. She'd have never known. You imagine if you ta- like if you Toledoed your dog and then forgot trash day. 
It was in there for another week. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God damn it, Alex. Did you not roll the bin out? Yeah, you know, our dog's in there. <laughs> I rolled out the blue one. Well, blue is Tuesday, you dipstick. Now, now your best friend is going to rot for seven more days, and whose fault is that? <laughs> you go out there and feed him. Dad, this is... Just do it. Listen to your father. That's terrible. You deserve that one. <laughs> we all take lumps, but that it's hilarious now. But my God, man. <laughs> so a parrot's a bad idea. Parrot's yeah. a bad idea. Because it'll teach you the end You know... Whatever happens, well, I gotta ask one question. Whatever happened to the rogue kids? Do you, are you in touch with uh, them? One of them's got three of her own now. How long ago was this? This was uh, Alex is seventeen next month, so it was right before he. Oh, they were teenagers, they? Right mid twenties, right before he turned four, so fourteen years ago. Holy smokes! It doesn't feel that long. No. So four. So these are mid mid twenties. Mm-hmm. And one of them's got three kids. Yep. Man, you have the best stories <laughs> ever. Toledo has stumbled into like, uh uh-oh, so often. The other one uh, was playing, I hasten to call it, semi-pro football here in in the state. Did you know that there's like a semi-pro league where you get paid like 50 bucks a game? I was a practice player for that 20-something years ago. they playing for that. No kidding. Yeah, the Mesa team had a practice team that we put together with a bunch of idiots willing to get hit by guys who wanted to go pro. I used to throw... uh, I forget the dude's name. He ended up playing like something. I think he went to arena football. He's the fastest person I've ever seen in my life. And all I would do is just, I was scared to death. I'd snap the ball and just chuck it as far and as high as I could. And he almost always got there. <laughs> he was never not open because nobody could keep up with him. So you got one that's playing semi-pro football and the other one's raising babies. Do yeah. they keep in touch with you? Uh, or you just follow and the, find the out? The girl does. The girl does. Well, how did you finally get rid of these kids if yeah. the mom just bounced? Uh, I, I kicked him out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. He finally said, "All right, you gotta so, go with your boyfriend." Didn't they steal something? They stole they, like a PlayStation, right? No, they didn't steal the PlayStation. They stole a pair of Apple headphones at, oh, the, that's at right. the time, and uh, just decided to make stuff that was mine their own. <laughs> and then uh, it was also let my cat doodle outside. Would like left the front door open, and I'm like, "My cat's gone. You guys got to get out of here." I found the cat and snuggled up next to the dog in the bin. Oh, <laughs> missed it. <laughs> he missed him so much. But he was still close because they missed trash day. <laughs> anyway, dear Brady. Oh, this one's no good, but you're going to like it. My stepmother is so hot with five O's. Uh, we're the same age, 28. She is magnificent. My dad's a 59-year-old man, married her two years ago. And he's never home. He travels a lot. I swear I'm living the Pornhub fantasy. We're at home the other day, and she turns to me and says, you know, your dad's not back till next Tuesday. We should do something this weekend together. I'm bored. You don't think about it with stepmom, but when you're the same age, it's just some girl asking you to do stuff. What does it mean? So I told her I had plans, and I dodged it. But we did have dinner last night. Uh, She was super fun, really nice. We have a lot in common. My God, what's happening? I'm almost positive the vibe's there, and she likes me that way. Do I act on this? I mean, we're both 28. It's impossible to avoid the connection here. Garrett. No. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. What's the yeah. Pornhub link? I want to look this up. Yeah. Pornhub, you, if, I, if Pornhub's real, you can do it while your dad's on the couch. Like, right in front of him. He yeah. never, ever turns his head and looks at his wife. Bigger question. Why do you still live at home? Yeah. 
You're 28 Great years question. old. What are you doing hanging around your stepmom this much? Your dad thought he'd be free of you, so he married young, thinking that this empty nest thing would happen, and he's got some hot sex spinner, and his deadbeat son's still hanging around. He's not going to be living there much longer. No, he's got to go. you got to go. Why do you think she's with your dad? Right. Well, maybe he's awesome. Uh, yeah, and he's an earner. So, <laughs> he's so if you're looking earner. at oh, that's true. Yeah, he's an earner. Side, that's true. That you think, you know, oh, the vibes there. Yeah. Imagine the vibes not there on the other side, and and you do oh, go for it. You try and disaster. Find out, you find out she's just a flirtatious lady, and you are an idiot stepson who now lives at home at. 28. Now you're out. You're not an earner. You're right. She's into him because he's an earner, and that boy clearly didn't catch that gene. That's a good point. He's 28. He's at home. Garrett, get off your ass and get a job and get your own 28-year-old like your dad did. The old man leaving his 28-year-old spinner at home with his 20-year-old deadbeat son. It should be a safe thing. Do you like Harry Potter? <laughs> My last girlfriend nicknamed me Dumbledick. Want to see it? Oh, leave. Oh, I thought it was... I thought this was... I read the room. You wouldn't do that? No. Same the age. Minute she goes into the... Take the clothes out of the dryer. There he goes. I'm stuck. going for it. If she gets stuck in the dryer. Yeah. Stuck in the dryer, yeah. You are living the Pornhub thing. <laughs> Play the game that will make you in four minutes. I'm living a Pornhub. Or... The dad's like, see if you can make him uncomfortable and he'll get out of the house. I've tried everything. That's weird. 28, living at home. Dad's got this new wife. He picked her up when she was 26, evidently, and married her. He might have even had her before that. He had to. He just didn't marry her. He's probably been dating a her relationship. for a couple yeah. years prior to that. At least a couple of months. That's probably true. He probably was acting pretty fast. Yeah. All right, that's it. We're getting married. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time left. Okay. Keep an eye on my son for me. Pornhub style. Yeah, that's a tough one. You don't act on the Brady's probably right. Don't have sex with your stepmom. <laughs> There's nothing worse. It, Brett, you can back me up on this. In those Pornhub stepmom videos. Yeah. Where in the middle of it, inevitably, she always says, you're so much bigger than your dad. Every every one of them, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing worse to talk about than your dad's erect penis while you're having sex with someone. And he still keeps going, And he too. manages to, you know, God bless him, but he powers right through that sentence where even me beating it's like, ugh, I got to stop. Quit talking about that kid's parents. You're the hottest guy I've ever been with. <laughs> right. You're so every video. You're so much bigger than your dad. Your dad doesn't like to do. Stop talking about my dad. <laughs> That's my daddy. Dear Brady, my husband said he isn't interested in sex, and if that's something I want, I can get it somewhere else. But he also said it would destroy him if I did it. Is this a normal thing? He's always had a low sex drive compared to me, but he says he feels like he's bad at sex, and he just feels like a failure, and he's tired of it. I don't think he's bad at sex, but he's not interested enough for my taste. He says he thinks of it as a chore, and now I'm stuck with this. What would you do, Martina? So uh, that kind of answered a little bit of the question. I was wondering how much uh, is she initiating? Sounds like she is. Yeah. That's a big um, one. 
I don't know why. He told her, I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's not important to me. It's not a thing. If you like His it. His sex drive is gone. Out. Yeah, go. So go get some testosterone and shoot that into your ass or rub well, it on your nose Well, the thing that worries me more, too, is, uh, I don't know, as a as a man, why you have that desire like, okay, something's not right here. I'm going to fix it. Some guys it. just don't have it. But it sounds like and he wasn't ever interested. But he needs it? to let her go. Yeah, Here's right, the other right. thing. Yeah, she needs a bounce. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with her, too? Is he saying that, that it's him, and he's really looking at her and like, okay. So Brady thinks so she's a pig. Brady's blaming yeah. her. You're, yeah. you're you are not boner out. worthy, ma'am. If you need is that, that a fact? But if that was true, know. if that was true, he wouldn't say, go get it somewhere else. But if you do, I'll be devastated emotionally. He should have said, I'd be shocked. Be. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Try to get it somewhere else. I dare you. That's why he's comfortable saying that. I'm not even worried about it. You look like one of the Macy's Day floats. I don't think you're going to make it in the world of going to get some D. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. But in a way, it's sort of his job to you, meet her needs. Yeah. As it is hers to him. That's why I'm wondering so, is how much is there a fallout on the other side of it? And um, yeah, you just need to be on. honest on that situation. But it is his duty. He assumed to please that booty. Yeah. Yeah. Brady's right. Brady and Houdini are right. (laughs) (laughs) It's your duty to please that booty. You have a low sex drive, pick it up. And on the other side, both. And she has to understand that her sex drive may be really high, and she has to scale back a little, and he has to scale up, and you meet in the middle there. If he says just we're done with it, I think Brett's right. I guess we're not compatible anymore. And then if he's, you know, you might not be the best instructor. Sometimes that's tough. Um, there instructor? Are as far as sex therapy. Oh. Uh, huh? It's a possibility. Oh. You can go see a sex therapist. He he oh. said he's not comfortable if he's having, he doesn't feel he's he's feels good like he's at bad. it right now. Yeah, he's he needs, really demeaned by a sex therapist. I think so, too. If he feels like he needs coaching, that's just going to yeah. drag him way down. I think you just, you know, confidently let him know he's great at it. And Can you last for... <laughs> Are you beating your meat again? <laughs> but it's a, you know, we've talked to friends whose wives say, you know, ah, it's kid stuff. I'm not doing this anymore. Blowjobs are for teenagers and this. And the guy's like, well, hold on a second. I still want that. And guys always look, are looked at as perverts if we push the sex agenda when a woman says she's out. And a woman is, you know, like the guy's a failure if I'm he says he's that. out. But if a guy says he's done with it, he's a loser. If a woman says he's done with it, the guy's a pervert for wanting it. It's a no win for the dude. Right. You know, women get to call that shot. Like, I want more. You're not living up to your end of the bargain. You're a, you're a you know, a low libidoed weak man. Or if you're too much, it's like, ah, oh, he's a pervert. Right. You but can't, if you, you are, just have to I mean, you shot down center. the sex therapist thing as an ego blow or something like that. Yeah. But is a couple going there? I don't see that. I mean. You have to be careful with that. Yeah. I agree a therapist yeah. is in order yeah. to get through that. But, you know. Like Brett said, if a guy has the balls to sit at the you know table with you and go, I just don't want to have sex with you anymore. Say, okay, well that's part of why we're here. That's what makes us different than all my other friendships. Sorry to break it to you, but yeah, and there's certain things you find out for years that person's doing and they had no idea. Yeah, Mm. but to shut it on down is not just I don't like how you do that one thing. So I'm just closing up shop. Something ain't right. That's a bad thing. Rub some testosterone on those balls. Get that thing going again. Take a shot. I understand uh, drugs and alcohol are a real catalyst to good sex life a lot of times. 
I'm going to try a night of just getting plastered on some champagne and soda pop. And go nuts. Tom Hanks' new drink. Jen Gardner told me about that. He's drinking something called cocaine, where it's half champagne and half Coca-Cola. That's a lot of bubbles, but Tom Hanks swears by it, and the world loves Tom Hanks, so it can't be bad. So try cocaine today. Yeah. Loosen up. How about pull the stick out of your ass? Yeah. Quit telling everybody, I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm bad. Just, you know what? Loosen up. Enjoy it. Everybody likes sex. You should try to enjoy it. If it's a pain in the ass for you, uh, get over it. I'm talking to that guy. I don't know that I don't know that I have that in me to ever look at someone and say, I just think I'm done with boners. Well, it's like Brady said though. I mean, she could be a pig. That could be and, a you know then. I like Brady's blaming method on the woman. It's the woman's fault. Uh, uh, She's a pig. She's let fault. herself go. It isn't that guy's fault. Martina's fault. Curl upside of uh, outside of Richard's window there and make a little <laughs> Yeah, dig a death then, lady. You're done. Uh, uh, Toledo right, have, Toledo have you in the black bin on Mondays. <laughs> No problem. Just crawl up and die. You're quitting on life. Yeah, that's tough. Sorry about that with you guys. Brady, I don't want to blow jobs anymore. Like in your mind, you're like, what's wrong with them? Immediately, that sentence. I just don't like when women do that to me. It's like, what are they doing? They're so, you have to get a good one. Scarred you. <laughs> yes, it was something terrible has happened. Yeah, you want answers. You what happened? You just don't think that's... An, like, I, every guy I know would never say, I just don't want to do that anymore. He'd be like, oh, we need to talk. Something's going on. Yeah, so, it works both ways. Good luck to that marriage. <laughs> Cordell and Cordell. <laughs> there you go, everybody. That is exactly what Brady did. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. 98 the podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's Metallica. The Master of Puppets is upon you. Closing out the show with the Master of Puppets. Can't complain about that. Some concert psyching rock there. And another concert to announce right here in my hands. I don't know who Brantley Gilbert is, but evidently you're tired of him already. Yeah. I, well, he opened for Five Finger Death Punch. And so when we were up in Vegas, we saw him. And he does. I was like, all right, fine. You know, yeah. I can stand 20 minutes. But it was a co-headlining thing. He was up there like an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, oh. Kind of. I hate that stuff. He's got a country name. Now. i got to give it to him. Brantley Gilbert. He's opening up for Nickelback. That's right. And don't, oh, poo-poo that. Nickelback's a fun show. And they just got a bad rap as uh, being 
You know, the one thing that tough guys always do are pussies, man. Chicks like that band. Exactly. That's what rock and roll's all about. Getting laid. Go to the concerts girls go to. Nickelback's here. Uh, the Get Rollin' Tour. Yeah, you're not getting too much uh, violence in the Nickelback pit. Maybe a little, day. but it would be odd. It would be. Yeah. It would it's be a friendly same. mosh. Right. It, most of the time, you're just, you know, holding hands and skipping in a circle. If there's a mosh pit at Nickelback, I'd be a little surprised, but I'd also be like, good for you, kids. Get, go nuts. You know how many girls would get knocked out? Look, the, maybe the girls will start a girl pit, the WNBA of mosh pits. I wouldn't I be very that before I, I would see too. WNBA <laughs> It would be more athletic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Nickelback's going to be there. It's happening July 12th at the Footprint Center, and tickets are going on sale, I do believe, uh, this Friday. It's the 27th, right? Yeah, so I uh, can go to LiveNation.com and check that out. They're going to be on Kelly Clarkson. Uh, tomorrow. Per- I'm not, when I say that, I mean it. They're performing on her as a stage. She's oh, that big now. Okay. Nickelback fits on her, so they're going to perform on <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Chad Kroger a beast. and uh, Brantley Gilbert will be out there. Uh, I don't know what Brantley Gilbert is, but that'll be good. So they're here. July 12th, if you want to know. It's a Wednesday night. Hop on that. Get your tickets now. It's time now for the Entertainment Drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense. And here we are, once again, uh, days removed from two shootings. Twelve people uh, in Baton Rouge got knocked last, uh, was it last night? And then, the, of course, the shooting on Saturday, everybody's talking about Monterey Park in L.A. Uh, at the uh, Chinese Lunar New Year celebration. And I'm always talking about, you never know when the world's going to go sideways, these Mass shootings that the news has you scared are happening every five seconds in every uh, block in every neighborhood. Uh, here's the thing we should be talking about. Everybody's trying to remember the name of the guy who did it. Everybody, oh, it's this guy, this guy. Uh, what you should be is remembering the name of the guy who actually stopped it. His name is Brandon Say, and he runs the Lele Ballroom where this happened in uh, California. And he said something came over me and realized I don't have to. I don't have to die, and ran towards the shooter. Started fighting with him and got the gun from him, pointed it at him, said, get the hell out of here. And he said, and the dude stood there for a second. He didn't know if he's got the courage to shoot the man because he's not built as a killer. But he did know get that gun away from him because that's what he's killing people with. And these cowards don't like fights. So now imagine this. Three or four people are trained to go after. Now, you might lose. In a mass shooting, sometimes somebody's going to wander into a building. Unfortunately, there will be casualties because nobody is on point to stop it before the first bullet goes. Unless you're fortunate enough to see a guy with a gun walk in the door, you're going to stop him. What they hate is a fight. What you need is an attack. They never get past somebody fighting back. Learn to disarm them. Learn to get the gun away. There is no right way. It's a mentality. It's a mentality to say, you are not going to shoot me today. I'm breathing. That means I can fight. If you can breathe, you can fight. And that's what we need more of. More guys like Brandon Say, who stepped up that night and said, nobody else is going to die. I'm grabbing this gun from this guy. I might get killed doing it, but I'm going to get killed if I stand here. So I got one option, and that's to fight. Learn how to get yourself out of those situations, and if you can't, how to live through them. That's the key. This dude's a hero. Even though many people passed away, had he not done that, a few more would have. So he stepped up and stopped this thing by getting the gun, and that's it. That guy's got one option, one direct line of death, and he moved it. And that's basically all you need to do. So the sheepdog in Brandon Say took over, and he said, I'm not going to be a victim. You don't have to sit back and get shot. That's the key. They teach you that at React Defense. These things are horrible events. 
terrible things are going to happen. But you know what? The more people we have willing to step up and say, I'm stopping this, and the more we say we're not afraid of you weirdo incel nutbags that come running into buildings with guns, the uh, less people will die. And that's the important part. It's crazy. It's a crazy world. But they have video of it, of him wrestling them away. It's pretty amazing. Uh, they do it all the time. Seminars like that happen at reactdefense.com, and it's something you should definitely look into. Do it. Reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Buzz Aldrin, the second man to walk on the moon, celebrated his 93rd birthday by getting married on Friday. It's his fourth marriage. To who? 63-year-old Anka Farr. All right. Who's VP of his company. 30 Buzz years Aldrin Ventures. Check out the kill here. So he was born in uh, 93, so he was born in 1930. And she was born 30 years later in the 1960s, robbing the cradle. Look at this hot, pretty Whoa. solid. I know. That's a 63-year-old woman? Yeah. Hey, and that's a 93-year-old man that looks better than I will ever look. That is a good-looking 93-year-old man. That oh, is the first time those words the, have ever been strung together. on the moon. They Holy pressed his smokes. face up there. and That moon man is good-looking. He's good-looking for 53, let alone 93. And he pulled a 63-year-old woman. All right, Buzz. Nice kill, buddy. Great kill. I wonder what the wedding night was like. Uh, yeah, probably like taking an uncooked hot dog and trying to shove it through a wall. He had a handful of blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts a little. Got some icy hot. What are you doing to that thing down there? Are you going to chew it off? <laughs> Turn off that racket. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruno Mars. Turn off that racket. Jeremy Renner shared a photo of himself. I like that. Receiving uh, uh-huh. medical attention. Oh. Jeremy Renner. Uh, he showed his legs, and uh, but he thanked everyone their well wishes. He revealed that he broke at least 30 bones in Huge. his body. Chris Evans' response is the best I've seen it so is. far. He just says, has anyone checked on the snowplow? He said, that that's one <laughs> tough mf'er. Yeah, anyone yeah. check the snowcat? Yeah, because he's basically saying, this dude survived it. He, he broke the snowcat. The real victim here is that thing that tried to kill Jeremy Renner, because if you see what those do... No one should survive it. I didn't realize how big the thing was. It's lucky. Yeah. Uh, According to a survey by one poll, the greatest video game of all time. Of all time. We'll go top five. Well, Pac-Man. Pac-Man number five. Yeah. I mean, are we talking about like video games that change the world or like John Madden type stuff? Because Madden's just football. Arcade games, or are we talking yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, arcade uh, home. or home? Or I mean, because Donkey Kong, uh, Mario and Luigi, which was never a Super Mario Kart show. number two. Yeah. Okay, so it's home. It's, it's home. home and yeah. Super Mario World number three. Super Mario Brothers has got to be it. Number one's got to be Asteroid or Pong. Grand Theft Auto number oh, four. Maybe not. We're going into that. Well, Grand Theft Auto, that series is the greatest of all time. So you're probably talking about Halo or something. Call of Duty's got to be Duty. FIFA. Oh, so the sports do count? Well, I guess worldwide. There's probably yeah, a bunch of Euro trash yeah. playing soccer on there. 2,000 adults were surveyed. Uh, got some what TV cancellations. FIFA, FIFA, FIFA was number one? Yeah. Ugh. Garbage. Yeah, Call of Duty was number six, if you're looking at that. Um, TV cancellations, Cobra Kai, 
will end after its upcoming sixth season. Good, it's a team and time. Ronnie is bumped out. NCIS Los Angeles coming to an end after a hundred seasons, fourteen seasons, three hundred and twenty-two episodes. Of which, which I have seen. LL Cool J. That's yeah. LL okay. Cool J and Chris O'Donnell. It's May fourteenth will be the mysteries last. for the dim. I call it. Oh wow! No offense to Ronnie, but I mean, if she's enjoying that, <laughs> she's not. She's not doing a lot of brain work on it. That's for sure. Rust will continue filming. With or without Alec Baldwin? Attorney for the film says the set will now have an on-set safety supervisors. You think? Uh, multiple. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> a union yeah. crew. And uh, will bar any use of working weapons. They're going to have cap guns now. But unfortunately, where my character is supposed to be, there's just a blank space. <laughs> More blanks. The uh, um, the other thing involved in the case, um, Assistant Director Dave Halls agreed to plead guilty to charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. He handed the gun to somebody stepped up. That's good. Alec on the set and told him it was safe. Somebody's getting paid right before it went off. I, it's kind of like Barry Bonds, that mm-hmm. guy that went to jail for him. So he mm-hmm. could he actually did some of it, but the guy said, "Yeah, I gave it to him," and then clammed up because Barry's promising him money when he gets out. Absolutely. Did that guy ever get out? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, the yeah, Balco yeah. guy? Yeah. He went to jail for Barry and wouldn't say a word. I think he's been out. If he's out, he's got money coming. He's working for Barry Bonds Enterprises, or I hope so. Lisa Marie Presley's funeral included performances from Alanis Morissette, Billy Corgan, and Axl Rose. I went to that concert. Me Billy too. Billy Corgan sang um, To Sheila. Axl Rose sat down at a piano, did uh, November Rain. Wow. Lance Morissette sang her 2021 single, Rest. She has a 2021 single? The la- Even at a funeral, I'm like, come on, Alanis. Yeah. yeah. At least sing ironic. Do ironic. I mean, or, your dad, you know, yeah. or you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're here. We're, the dude that she's buried next to is just loaded with hits. We don't need your, you know, deep cuts. Alanis, get up there and do the, I want you to know. People are like, all right, this is inappropriate, but I love that song. Marshall Tucker has died. About the rest of the band. There's one uh, singer, Doug Gray, who's the only original member left in the band. Marshall Tucker was 99 years old. He was a blind pianist. And he worked at tuning pianos in Spartanburg, South Carolina. One day the band was practicing there and they found his keychain. It said Marshall Tucker. That's how they decided to call their band. So it's not, none of the band is dead. No, he has nothing to do with other than they took his name. Those hillbillies, Leonard Skinner. Yeah, their gym teacher or physician. Because I thought for sure Night of the Living Dead was going to have a heard it in a love song. Not doing that. What else? Yeah, Doug Gray still. What was their other hits? That's it, as far as I know. Heard it in a love song. Can't you see what that woman Lord's doing? Oh, is that that? I think that's Marshall Tucker. Can't you see? Oh, can't you see? Uh, can't you see? Heard oh, it in a love song. Fire on the mountain. Take the highway. Rambling. And then it's always Lord, I was born. No, that's, no, that's, that's, that's different. That's Greg Allman. That's not that's them. That's the Allman Bros. So they got two we know of. Just a good name. No? So long, Marshall Tucker. Guy who gave us the name. That's it. Holy cow. Today went quick. Monday's in the books, everyone. That's it. Nickelback's coming to town. Larry's going to have U-Fest tickets for you. Maybe Nickelback tickets before you can get them sometime this week. Uh, you can sit and giggle, but if you went to that show, you'd be singing along to all 30 of their smash hits you probably know up and down. They got a bad rap. It's time to let them off the hook. 
I know, I know. I ain't doing it, pussy. They're Canadian. <laughs> I ain't doing it, man. I like shows You're where pussy, man. drunk Indians throw up on me all the time. I end up with a black <laughs> eye. I don't like getting laid at concerts. Like, wow, well, Nickelback is not for you then. Tolerate their average rock and take a look at the crowd of women having fun. It's the whole point. Yes, Warrant was for pussies. But I got a hand job at Warrant once. I never got a hand job at Slayer. If I did, it was against my will. It was horrible. I was pinned down. And the lubricant was old cores from someone's gut. <laughs> anyway, just, you know, start weighing that stuff. Uh, it's 10.06. Larry's next. You guys have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.